Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello. Thank you for joining us again for the continuing saga of Carly's birthday. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. I'm John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have adventure and action. We take turns selecting from our movie genre, movies that in our opinion have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see these films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give these films a second chance. Today's pick on the podcast is John's pick <laughs> for Charlie's birthday. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I have to get in there. I want to get in there because I always want to do that. I don't know. Fuck it. So this is Carly's birthday pick, and I picked Crazy Stupid Love. And, well, why? I'll tell you why later. <laughs> because uh, here, here's some, some little tidbits. It has a 7.4 out of 10 Metacritic store. Yeah, that too. And 70% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm just thinking here. It's like, all right, well, the budget's about $50 million. Mm-hmm. And it made about $84 million world, um, domestically. Okay, so see, worldwide is 142. I mean, when you think when, when you think about you know the production costs and oh yeah, Tremors rules. <laughs> Carly had it on her shelf for months and months and months. Didn't watch itself. Boom. Yeah, he has been telling me to watch it ever since I bought it like a year ago. So this is Tremors rules. Okay. Might have been longer than a year. Boom. <laughs> Done. Qualifies. He it's randomly a, goes. Did you watch it yet? No. <laughs> Okay, so there we go. I don't know why you need to be so snide about it. <laughs> because... Like, you're the one that attacked me for you weeks and weeks and weeks after <laughs> Tremors. And now you're using the rules, so <laughs> I'm not going to attack you over a movie that you're using Tremors rules for. It's called Precedence. Because you're the one that attacks people over right, Tremors. So what's Crazy Stupid Love about? Let me tell you. A middle-aged husband's life changes dramatically when his wife asks him for a divorce. He seeks to rediscover his manhood with the help of a newfound friend, Jacob. Learning to pick up girls at bars. That's not quite true, but that's what the IMDb synopsis was, and that's why I wrote it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Pick up ladies at one specific bar. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so the writers of this, uh, I mean, excuse me, the directors of this opus are Glenn Ficara and John Rakeo, or Rakea. Yeah, we'll go with Rakea. Mm-hmm. Who also wrote I Love You, Philip Morris. They directed that together. So there's that. I know. I've never heard of that movie. Okay. Well, I nothing think else I've heard really. Of it, but I yeah, I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. The writer for this is Dan Fogelman, mm-hmm. who wrote This Is Your Life. Oh, no, sorry. This Is Us, Life mm-hmm. Itself, and some other stuff I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, that name's familiar. I feel like I know. Okay. I might have to look. Why don't you look him up and we'll talk about who's. Who's in this movie? And um, so, Steve Carell, which of course everybody knows from Forty Year Old Virgin, mm-hmm. Kelly Clarkson, The Office, The Office, and he was also in this little thing called The Anchorman. Mm-hmm. He he killed the guy, and for probably for a song on The Daily Show, he was mm-hmm. a correspondent on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Gosling, welcome back, back to the podcast. Uh, he was in a movie called Gangster Squad. He wrote Cars, Entangled. Oh. That's why. I know <laughs> he is. Oh. Kids movies. Okay. John doesn't like kids' movies. Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, Ron Gosling was always in this little uh, thing called La La Land. Um, that was after this. Just, he was this still is, in it, though. It's okay. This was the first movie with him and Emma Stone. 
Um, was it? This yeah, that's before? what the trivia says. This okay. is the first movie with him in Emma Stone. Wasn't sure if this came out before or after. How many movies have they been in? Three. 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 Wow. Yeah. And in all three, we've they played boyfriend and girlfriend. Hmm. And you know, Ryan Gosling's girlfriend and either. Emma Stone's boyfriend. I don't think it's underappreciated. No. People seem to turn on it. They fake bones so much, they might have slipped one in accident. People turned on it at the end, like it was really appreciated, and then people started to go the other way, saying that it was way overappreciated. So I don't. What's that? La La Land. This movie also has Julianne Moore in it. Um, she was in Nine, Nine months, months with Robin Williams, and she was also in... And Hugh Grant. Hannibal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the what was the sequel to The Silence of the Lambs called? Hannibal. Hannibal, you should be. <laughs> Didn't he just, just said, say yeah, Hannibal? He, did, he just said Hannibal. He just Children said Children of Men? Was that her? I don't know. Yeah. Anyhow. All right, so... You've seen Children of Men. Emma Stone... Welcome back to the podcast. We've already covered some of her movies. And she was also in a little ditty I like to call Zombieland. Mm. That's true. It's a good movie. Yeah, that's a great flick. Um, and Marissa Tomei, who you might recognize from Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> and My Cousin Vinny. My Cousin Vinny. That's where I recognize you from. My biological clock is ticking like this. <laughs> so let's get some reviews. This is from Manassas B. Not bad. But not very good. <coughs> Interesting. Here's one from John B. What are the most oh. original? What? Juliana Moore is in Welcome Back to the Podcast because she was in Evolution. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that movie that. was dog trash. <laughs> <laughs> she almost caught the cane madness. So John B. says, one of the most original and funny romantic comedies I've ever seen. The cast are all excellent, and the script is really well written. Ryan Gosling definitely gives a stand-up performance in this. Everybody loves Ryan Gosling. That's right. I do. Not Emma Stone's boyfriend. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what did you think going in Carly? I thought, damn, this better be good. <laughs> I've had it forever. You paid money for it. I did. Four ninety nine. I had to peel the tag off to watch it. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Big spender. <laughs> but he's been telling me to watch it, telling me to watch it, and finally and made me I watch make it. you watch it. Well, I better like it. <laughs> better. Because I, I, you know, I thought you'd like this movie. Uh, what about you, Elaine? I thought, ooh, I like that movie. Eloquent as always. Tony! And I was like, I've never seen nor heard of this movie. But we'll check it out. But it's been in your house for months, so... <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> but if John recommends it, it's, it's probably as good as playing yeah, it. Cool. There's a Carly section of movies. There are like eight. And then there's Tony's section of movies like more. And more I don't, than eight? Eight I don't uh, go in Carly's section of movies. <laughs> it's scary there. That's where the Guernsey literary and potatoes feel <laughs> yeah. side. I don't own that. Yeah, that <laughs> but it is where all my uh, based on Jane Austen's work movie. <laughs> movies are. Yeah. <laughs> the Tony looks at his phone movies. <laughs> Love actually. It's, it's my Carly section. Can you feel it in your fingers? Under your, the your fingers? Gun. Can you feel it in your toes? <laughs> Under the Tuscan's Gun. That was Carly's favorite movie for a really long time. Mm-hmm. If anybody was talking about movies, she was like, you should watch Under the Tuscan's Gun. <laughs> to be fair, she'd only seen two movies at that point, oh, so I could see how that would be a good movie. That one in Love Actually. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's seen Love Actually, so. All right, so, should we get started? Mm hmm. Are we sure? Because we're only like eight minutes in. <laughs> this is un- unusual for us. Did you say everybody? I guess that is everybody. Because yeah. I don't know who most of the other people are. Yeah, I, I left a lot of people out because there's a lot of people in this and it's like, eh, I don't care. Kevin Bacon is in this. <gasps> yes, that's true. 
You might even you didn't talk about them to other Kevin Bacon, and he is a welcome back to the podcast. Oh shit! From a previous birthday, I made you watch this for your birthday because you love movie Tremors. You're not gonna talk about David Lindhagen? I can't. Oh, dog trash. I can't figure out why I had not mentioned him. Man, he does show up late to the game though. Like I don't, you don't know he's in it until he's got like two scenes a little bit. Yeah. So. All right, so we'll get to... Because everyone that watches this movie will be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh, hey, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> He's in this too. Okay, so the movie opens what appears to be couples on dates. Lots of footsie, romanticness. Mm-hmm. And then all we see, we see some new balances. And there's <laughs> definitely no footsie going on. You can't play footsie with a pair of new balances. <laughs> right. You can't even find the feet in a pair of new balances. There's so much padding and cushioning, you couldn't even find your toes. Oh, and we see Cal... And he's with his wife, Emily. Mm-hmm. And they're just oh, I'm trying to figure out what I want. Mm-hmm. Cal's like, I shouldn't have had all that bread. You were right. He goes, I just can't decide. Oh, maybe we should just, you know, say at the same time what we want, you know? And we got one, two, three. And he says, I, I can't even remember. Creme brulee, I think. Yeah, something was like yeah. creme brulee. She goes, I want a divorce. And he's like, what? Oh. And everybody looks at them. Well, because that would freak out a room. Like, oh, shit, did you just hear that? This is about to get good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yikes. I mean, if you ever want to tell your... Ladies, listen to me here. Listen, Uh-oh. put your shit on receipt for a second. Um, if you're going to tell your man you want to get a divorce, your husband rather, don't do it at dinner when he's like, let's get dessert. That's just mean. Do it after you've ordered your dessert. <laughs> no! Because at least you got dessert. You know what? You're right. Do that. Because let him get full. That way when you break hit the news and rip out his guts, maybe he'll puke on you. <laughs> Eat your dessert before you dessert. His dessert... Uh, pretty good that he's already full enough to puke. <laughs> he had all that bread. He did have all that bread. You know, she's about to wear it. Mm-hmm. All right, so we cut to the babysitters playing with the kids, and she's chasing a little girl around. And they knock over a picture. It's like, oh, it's okay. Just go to bed. I'll tell my guy I broke it. And she's admiring Cal, like admiring Cal in a creepy way. She covers yeah, up the wife with her way. hand. She's like, I'm in this picture. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> All right, so, and we, and we cut back to Emily, um, but we don't, no, sorry, she covers up Emily sees Cal, so on the way home, Emily's trying to talk to Cal about, you know, she's starting to ramble, and say, maybe I'll just tell you that I slept with somebody, and he's like, please stop talking, and she's like, you know, you just stop talking, it makes me nervous, and I'm gonna start talking, she won't stop talking. It was David Lindhagen. <laughs> and she's like, you know him, you met him twice. It's like, if you don't stop talking, I'm getting out of the car, and she doesn't shut up, like, I don't so think it registers he does that he says that. what any guy would do. Like, fuck it. <laughs> Tuck and roll. He goes, F this, I'm mobile, and jumps out of the car. She goes, oh my God. <laughs> Runs out of the car and is like, oh, Cal, Cal. She's like, please stop talking. I'll, I'll sign anything you want. I'll leave tonight. Just please shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear any more about your night with no. David Lynn Because <laughs> he's, Yeah. Yeah, Cal, you know, he didn't have a good job there. All right, so now we cut back to Jessica, the babysitter, who walks into Robbie's room. And he's got the situation well at hand. Mm. <laughs> he's uh, giving his tallywhacker a little wax on, wax you know, off. He's roughing the suspect, roughing up the suspect. <laughs> he's doing a nuffle shuffle, nuffle shuffle on the piss pump. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard the roughing up a suspect one in a really long time. I'm so glad he used that. Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a bunch. We're going to skip over that now. Yeah. Cut back to Emily. And she freaks out. Mm-hmm. And 
like you would if yeah. you saw Robbie. And, and Robbie tells Jessica that he's not sorry. <laughs> well, he's sorry he had to see that, but he's not ashamed. He says, I think of you when I do it. Yikes. Which, which is, <laughs> I have a picture of you and I look at it. Yikes. It's like, and she's like, she's doing her best cow impression. Yeah. Please shut the fuck up. Shut up, shut up, shut up. I'm going to jump out the fucking car. window. Don't tell me that. See? And here's where she makes her big mistake. She needs to be up front with this kid right here and be like, that is disgusting. You've totally creeped me out. Never talk to me again. I need a shower. I need like six showers. Because six, you just made me feel showers. so gross. I would have saved a lot of trouble in the end. Well, he's definitely his mother's son. That's all I'm going to say. Because mm. he won't shut up. Mm. Anyway. So the Weavers come home. And they don't see their son standing right there. Who had just dropped the bomb on Jessica. Now she's having a bad fucking few minutes here. Because what goes on next? Wow, what happened to you guys? You look weird. And he says, well... Mrs. Weaver wants to get a divorce, and I jumped out of a car, and she's like, wait, what? And Robbie's there like, what? You jumped out of a car? He's like, oh, hey, buddy, I didn't see that. Well, interesting. This movie is like one of the only movies I've watched where people get divorced, and they don't talk about how it affects the kids at all. They're just like, hey, we're getting divorced, and the kids just go with it. They just go with it, yeah. Most movies, it's like all about the kids, and they're like, no, this is all about the adults. The kids are there. Yeah. See, and, <laughs> you know, Cal doesn't even, he just says, mom wants a divorce. He doesn't say, well, your mother's sleeping with David Lindhagen. Yeah. Like, that's what I would do. Be like, well, your mom's sleeping with somebody else. I would you, never sleep with David Lindhagen. <laughs> yes, you would. He's Kevin I Bacon. I would not. Oh, I'm not going to lie. In, Kevin Bacon looked kind of good in the movie. He was in Tremors. <laughs> like, he'd make you feel the Tremors. Oh. I mean, I might. He's like, I might sleep with Kevin Bacon. But I would never sleep with David Lindhagen from accounting. Kevin Bacon, not my type, but he did notice my new haircut. <laughs> I notice your haircuts all the time. I noticed she got a new straightener. I know. Good. <laughs> she also got a little straightener just for her bangs. <laughs> and she wasn't going to get it, and I told her, you know, you should. Because you, when your bangs I've been waiting, and I was putting off buying a new straightener. But mm-hmm. this one had a free gift with purchase of the little tiny travel one-inch ones. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, you can't beat that. Because sometimes <laughs> I just want to straighten my bangs, and now I got a little mini one. A little mini one, do you plug it in? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right, now that we've gone over straight, it chat. could be battery operated because it is a travel one, but it plugs in. So we meet Hannah and Liz. And they're talk- They're at a bar and they're talking about how Hannah would have sex with Conan O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Ew. Because <laughs> <laughs> she thinks he's sexy. I'm with Liz, he's a carrot. They discuss uh, how boring Hannah's life is. <laughs> and just like that, some smooth talking looking son of a bitch comes walking up and interrupts him. And who's that? Jacob. There you go. Thank you. Thank you for the Hot guy from the bar. Hot guy from the bar. (laughs) He hits on Hannah. He goes, you know, I think your friend is sexy. And Liz is like, what? Because Liz says that Hannah thinks Conan O'Brien is sexy. Mm -hmm. And he says, well, I think your friend is sexy. He's like, there's a lot of beautiful women in this bar, your friend included. But I just can't, you know, I've been sitting over there for an hour. I can't stop looking at you. And he's like, oh, my God. It's like, Anna's oh my god, that's quite the line. He goes, no, the line is, you're wearing that dress like you're doing it a favor. It <laughs> <laughs> is a great line. And they have a little bar banter back and forth, and he's like, what are you, a lawyer? And she's like, well, yeah, I kind of, he's like, really? Mm-hmm. And this intrigues him. He unbuttons his jacket, pulls up a fucking chair. <laughs> he's he like, well. approach the bench. <laughs> <laughs> and he does a little, you know, lawyer stuff here. Mm-hmm. My closing argument, if you will. And uh, he Anna's uses- like, Judicial terms mm-hmm. to try to hit on her. 
Hannah's like, I have to leave. And Jacob's like, oh, you really think so? He says, you drive, I'll bring my car and I'll drive. And yeah, he's like, well, that's awfully quick, but uh, I mean, let's go. <laughs> But she's not she's not going for it. Her best friend is like, dude, hit her best that. friend is like, you should hit that, but she's enjoying it, but not down. Right. Like he could have well, She has a home. fella. Yeah. <laughs> she's a good person. Her best friend has been like, dude, your fella sucks. We'll get back to her fella. He is white toast. <laughs> Some people like white toast. Wheat toast. Was it you said wheat toast was more boring than white toast? Oh, wheat toast is boring. <laughs> mm. Maybe if you get a little MLT on there, a little... <laughs> mm. Alright, so we got back to Cal's driving Jessica home. It's a very, he's very somber for some weird reason. I don't know. Mm. Jessica is uncomfortable. <laughs> As Cal She's talks about day. David Linhagen. <laughs> David Linhagen. Jessica tries to make him feel better and says, You know what? I babysit for a lot of people, but you're really nice. And that Emily is batshit crazy. And she's trying to tell him... That she has a crush on him, but he like doesn't. He like no sells it and just goes on and is like, all right, see he's, you later. He's very in his own head right now. Well, I think it'd be very hard to talk Seething. to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, the person who get his attention right now would be David Linhart. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna pay attention to the teenage babysitter in no. general. No, no. You're well, just there to watch my kids. No, you would talk stuff. to her and be, you know. No. Yeah, you'd be. No, you wouldn't. You you wouldn't friendly. be really paying attention to her. You'd just be. Asking nonsense questions about school yeah. that you're not even listening to the answers like, how's to. school going? Yeah. And then she'll answer you and go like, so you like your classes? So, I just Stanford. Said that. That's mm-hmm. nice. Like, cool. Yeah. Good for you. But yeah, it's, yeah it's, you're not paying attention. It's very surface level small talk. <laughs> but we get Cal at the bar now. And Cal's at the bar and he's drinking loudly. David Lilhag. My <laughs> wife is sleeping with David Lilhag. I've been cuckold. I'm a cuckold. <laughs> hey. Hey, <laughs> and he's talking to this girl, and she's like, "What?" She's like, "My wife is having sex with someone who's not me," and she doesn't know what to say. Like, that's too bad. Mm-hmm. My wife's having sex with David Linagen. The chick <laughs> ignores him then, and yeah. he's like, uh, "He's like, my wife isn't ignoring David Linagen." <laughs> <laughs> and then we cut back, and now we're at Cal's office, and Bulldog walks in. Yeah, yep. he does. And I, he's, I don't know his name in this, but he's Bulldog from Frasier. So exactly I had, what I said I to Carly. Like, I was like, hey, it's Bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Bulldog. He brings in his gong and goes, hey, Dr. Crank, gong. <laughs> and he's trying to see what's wrong with him. And he's like, oh, my wife's leaving me. And Bulldog's like, oh, divorce, that's great. We thought it was cancer, buddy, because they had heard him crying in the bathroom, you see. Yikes. And... So this was good for him. He's like, oh, man, hey, this is great. So Cal's like, I have to go. I got to go pick up furniture. I'm like, yeah, that's don't worry about it. Good job, buddy. Hey, buddy, it could have been cancer. And he's leaving. He's like, it's okay, buddy. It's just a divorce. They're all happy and relieved. Which, this is so funny because it's so true. Like, if you heard somebody crying at work and you thought and everybody I would thought it was cancer was and found out it was divorce you'd be so relieved it would depend on who it was if it's somebody I wouldn't expect to be crying I might check into that but right. if it was some person I didn't care about or somebody I expect to cry but man I'll so see it's on one day it would depend how close that person was to me but yeah. I mean really cancer is so much worse than divorce I just a friend of mine just died from cancer the other day went to uh, grammar school with him see? it's crazy yeah mm. All right, so this is depressing. <laughs> <laughs> now we're at the house. Cal's packing up a U-Haul. 
which is also depressing. And he gives Emily instructions how to take care of the grass. She's not listening because she's convinced she's having a midlife crisis. Mm-hmm. Because she's very self-absorbed and is only worried about herself. <laughs> she she, well, but she does offer to back the U-Haul out of the, out of the driveway, which no, is nice of her. Because she's going to have trouble. See, now I don't see that she's self-absorbed. She's really? She's tor- not listening to anything he says. Well, he's nattering about, on about the roses, but she's trying to talk about their situation mm-hmm. and her feelings, and she wants to know. Like, she keeps looking to him to talk to her about this, because maybe we don't have to get a divorce if you could just talk to me about things. But no, you just ignore me, jump out of cars, and natter on about the roses. <laughs> well, funny, well you sh- funny you should ask, because Emily says, hey, when did we stop being us? And he says... Probably when you screwed David Linhagen. Mm-hmm. Which is true, but they obviously had been stopped being them before she screwed yeah. David Linhagen. Like, obviously, he's not going to listen now because he found well, out about yeah, Linhagen. Clearly, he does, he's not interested in a conversation. But she's this not isn't being, the time for this, I don't think. She's not being self-absorbed. She's just trying to talk to her husband about their situation. That's not being self-absorbed. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yeah. Agree or disagree? <laughs> I just think they need time. You can't, you can't talk to him right now. Yeah. He needs to be pissed for a while. Yeah, and he needs to have some justified anger. Yeah, he used to go out and listen to some Limp Bizkit break shit and just look <laughs> get a sledgehammer and go to town. She could maybe say, like, you know, I know you need some time, but I do want to talk to you about this. So when yeah. you're ready, let me know. They're both they're both doing what they are supposed to be doing. She yeah. wants to talk to him, and he is pissed. And, you know, <laughs> it's fine. It is like it is. like one would be. Yeah, I'm just saying she's not self-absorbed. Agreed. Disagree. <laughs> All right, so we're at the bar again, and we see Cal drinking vodka cranberry. But this time we see that Jacob is watching him. Jacob goes, Jacob, Jacob, him too, both of them. They both mm. get up at the same time, which is really weird because mm-hmm. they hit on the same girl, and they mm. both take her home. I, are these the people that Cal sees because he's so drunk he's seen double? Yes. Mm. Good save. <laughs> <laughs> then Jacob picks up a girl and takes her out of the bar. Just then Jessica's dad comes in, Bernie. Mm-hmm. Bernie's sorry I'm late. I had to mm-hmm. stop at the store. Cal's tried to talk to his friend. His friend cuts him off. Like, my wife and I had a discussion because we can only be friends with you. Because you know you, you got to break the split up the friends and divorce. He's like, and I wanted you, but my wife said we're going with her. Is this? And I asked Carly. I was like, is this why you guys always say that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is yes. it from this movie? Probably. Okay. It's just it, one of those things. When you when people you know get divorced, you get you have to pick one because you can't hang out with both of them. And we get Carly. I'm sorry, Tony. No, we get Tony. <laughs> no, we get Carly. Sorry, Carly. Yeah, we get Carly. <laughs> I yeah. don't know that About Elaine that. would stop you from hanging out with Tony. I definitely wouldn't. Outside of the house. Like, you guys could meet and have and, drinks. Or and here's the worst part is that he gives him cologne. Here, have some cologne. There's a gift receipt in there. I'd return that shit. <laughs> what if I get cash? What if she was wrong, though? I still pick Carly. Sorry. Wow. So <laughs> Carly can, goes to sleep with David Linhagen. Can you get this <laughs> knife? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Carly, she's from David Linhagen, the shitty accountant, Carly's and you're still going to pick her up. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tony. Carly's the only person that loves me for me. <laughs> Asshole. That's true. I only love you for your money. So. John loves me, but he doesn't love everything about me. But Carly <laughs> even loves the this sh- this stuff about me John hates. <laughs> I have no John looks very confused. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to help me back out the U-Haul. <laughs> hey, I don't have a T-shirt on. This is "Don't Fuck with Mister Zero. Ooh, that's another one. That's another movie. No, oh, I love that movie. It's great about. Right. Maybe next thing on Carlos' birthday. Surrey on fringe yep. on top in yeah, front of Ira. In front of Ira. <laughs> it's when Harry met Sally. Oh, yes, I have seen that. I own that. I Jesus think I've only Christ. seen it twice. You, you should that? watch it again. Yeah. Oh, I'll watch that. 
It's, it's not underappreciated, so unless Carla picks up for her birthday, we're never going to do that. No, but she obviously needs to watch it again because she doesn't understand about the joy of the Wagon Wheel coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing. It's the Wagon Wheel coffee table. That comes yeah, up. The whole I will never want that Wagon Wheel. <laughs> no one wants the Wagon Wheel coffee table. No. All right, so we're back. We'll give it to Tony when they get. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Tony's house. <laughs> there is that. So now, poor Cal has been dumped by his wife, dumped by his buddy. His whole office thinks he had cancer. <laughs> and they're thrilled for him. They're, they're celebrating divorced. his divorce. His, and baby, his babysitter wants to sleep with him. But he doesn't know. He doesn't, he doesn't know. know. And he, had his, he has to go pick out furniture. Yeah. Fuck. He's having a bad couple days here. Yeah. You can see why. What is he doing next? He's at the bar drinking again. And he's talking about how his wife cuckolded him. <laughs> I just like the way he says it. He says it eight times in this movie. She's <laughs> peasy. Cal's rambling on, and at this point, Jacob, come here. And he's like, ooh, let's see what this is about. And he grabs his drink, and he comes over, and Jacob comes over, and he, Cal meets Jacob, and he's like, hi, how you doing? Because let me tell you something, he goes, well, well, first he sends the girl away. He goes, can I talk to this guy for, you for a few minutes? Great, thanks. He goes, what's your name? He's like, Cal. He goes, Cal, have a seat. He goes, I don't want the Cal, sit down. Okay, <laughs> buy you a drink. And Cal's like, I already have a, a drink. And Jacob's like, I want to buy you a drink. He's like, sit down, Cal. All right, so he sits down. He's like, what is it with the straw? Looks like you're sucking on a tiny schwatz. And Tony thought that was funny. I was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> So we'll get to it. We'll get to it. You know what our spot says? We'll get to that in a minute. I'll show you later. <laughs> he told me. I don't know. And he goes, tell me something, Cal. And he goes, okay, my wife. And he goes, with David Lindhagen. He goes, why do I know that, Cal? Because for two days, all we've heard is about how your wife is having an affair with David Lindhagen. And he says, I'm going to offer you something. I'm going to teach you how to get back your manhood. Any idea when you lost it? And Cal tells him there's a strong case for me for 1984. Which I think is probably the year that him and his wife had to get married because she got pregnant. Mm. <laughs> Could be. Could be. That's just yeah, I, think so. mm-hmm. I suspect that that is what happened in 1984. <laughs> and here's what Jacob does. Just what I'm going to do. I'm going to promise you to help you find help you find your manhold. And your wife will rue the day <laughs> she decided to give up on you. That's my offer, Cal. Why are you doing this? Let's just say you remind me of someone. Okay, deal? And they make a, a mandate. For the mall. Hey, Fancy Face, you want to go? <laughs> <laughs> just, would you like to be called Fancy Face? I'm pretty sure you have called me Fancy Face. <laughs> that actually would apply yeah. far more often with the lane than with me. <laughs> you do have a Fancy Face. If you called me Fancy Face, I would be confused. <laughs> and Cal says, bye, Fancy Face. <laughs> mm. All right, so this is another scene with Cal. Well, the cow, cow, cow. Mm-hmm. The movie is about well, it cow. Is. <laughs> <laughs> is it? I always thought it was about Hannah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Or maybe Jacob's banana. I don't know. Ooh. Hey. All right, so we're at Cal's apartment, and his kids are there, and for some reason, the fucking TV is on. Well, he says the TV's on, and it's like set for his daughter's favorite whatever the fuck. And that she runs was. right to it and starts dancing. Yeah. yeah. And he asked Robbie. I think he Robbie, turned that on for her because he knew she loved Robbie, it. Why wouldn't you turn it on when you got there? Well, maybe he leaves it on so that he doesn't feel so lonely. Or maybe oh, their yeah, mom dropped yeah. him off and he had the TV on and he walked downstairs to meet them <laughs> and then walked them upstairs. The, the, it's like how many looks to get the middle of a Tootsie Roll? Mm. We may never, the world may never know. Three. It takes three. Mr. Owl solved that mystery back in 1974. <laughs> she, she 
fills bottles. That's what she does. <laughs> mm hmm. Well, yeah. So Robbie's talking to his dad. Dad loves sucks. So he's about to get into it with his son. Well, tell me about it, son. You know, doing like a good dad. Just then, who shows up? Fucking Jessica. Mm. He's like, fuck shit, mother. And Robbie's Robbie's like, what is like, she doing here? Everyone needs to know. She's only four years older than me. You need to know that. She needs to know that. I don't need a babysitter. Now he's 13. And legitimately doesn't need a babysitter. No. I don't know how old the the sister is. Maybe nine. I think they would have been fine for a couple hours by themselves. I mean, they're going to watch TV and eat Hot Pockets. I don't know. Sometimes it... I mean, that kid doesn't seem like he needs a babysitter. But sometimes it depends on the kid. Yeah, Yeah. it's a parent's decision. And maybe the babysitter is more for the sister than for him. So he doesn't have to watch the sister. Yeah, maybe, I know maybe, my older sister resented having to babysit. Maybe he'll just get on a tablet and go in the other room, and she's pretty much unsupervised. Yeah. You know, we're, so we're going through a divorce. So maybe we're not thinking about how mature our kids are, and yeah. we just don't want to leave them alone. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> well, um, so Cal's like, all right, I'm going to see you guys later. I'm going, I'm going to take a class. He sure is. And he's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and Jessica's like, oh, that's really great. <laughs> And Jessica's there, and she supports that and supports him into new things. Yeah. And she's trying to get him to date her, which is gross. She's she's trying to be subtle and make innuendos about maybe he should look at things differently and try something new, maybe something he's he like, hadn't considered. And he's not getting it because there's no way that he would ever consider a <laughs> 17-year-old girl as a, vi- as a viable dating option. Yeah. And I agree with Cal. <laughs> I think we all agree I with Cal. I think we're all on Team Cal for this one. Yes, we are. Yeah. All right, and we're at the Twin Pines Mall, or is it the Lone Pines Mall? <laughs> it depends. It depends on that. Tony got it. Lane didn't get it. Carly? Carly? No. no. <laughs> I, didn't. I don't think she's seen Back to the Future. No. Back to the Future. Twin Pines, it's called the Twin Pines Mall in the beginning, and then when Marty goes back in time, he hits one of the, the pine trees. So mm. when he goes back, it's called the Lone Pines Mall, because there's only one. <laughs> Tony got it. No. Lane doesn't care. No. I don't, I don't know why either. I even wrote that, but it's <laughs> <laughs> Somebody cares. Because in my brain, I'm like, no, it needs to be in my notes right here. Twin Pines. I'm sure Ben appreciates it. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. And DJ. And DJ. He got that. And probably Dr. Oh, and also, DJ, welcome to uh, spring of 2020. Because <laughs> that's when he'll finally get around to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> he's and you know how we you. know he's not current? <laughs> because he's not complaining about all the times we're talking about him not being current. <laughs> catch up <laughs> fuck you guys all right so anyway all right so uh we get we see brian is there and he's giving a toast about hannah who yeah. just graduated we got to school. the mall but we're at the restaurant in the mall with hannah and her it looks like a friends. chain mexican restaurant yeah yeah so and the, there's the law friends and he's like all right well, my little hannah banana is gonna go she's gonna study for the bar you know who that guy is who's that it's josh groban Josh Groban. <gasps> I knew he looked mm. familiar. The Josh Groban? This was his first acting role. Of the yeah. Minnesota Grobans? He's a very famous singer. <laughs> I've heard of him. I know you have. <laughs> anyway, so, and he's hinting. He's like, well, after she passes the bar, we're going to come back here and I'm going to have a little special surprise. <laughs> and Liz is like, oh, this is terrible. But Hannah <laughs> he's going to propose. And Liz is like, do you want him to propose? And he's like, I don't know. And Liz is, and Liz makes a comment like this guy is not attractive and boring well, she says, and the worst ever. This, this is who you end up with. What the hell is going to happen to me? Liz is very beautiful, so I don't understand why Liz is so concerned. 
I mean, but, she is not hotter than him. <laughs> Tony completely agrees with that statement, John. <laughs> I think she's just as beautiful as Hannah, but okay. Okay, well, whatever. But, uh, yeah, there's, there's no reason for her to think she's going to end up and with also, something worse. But I date Josh Groban. I didn't ask you to date Josh Groban. I asked you to date Brian. They portray him as being, I, you know, self-absorbed but boring as fuck. Yeah. And, yeah. He's quite toast. <laughs> All right, so here we are. He's a dry wheat toast. Yeah, so <laughs> it's pretty hard to swallow. We cut to a smooth-looking son of a bitch who's just sitting there, and he's in a suit. Eating the Sbarros. Eating the Sbarros. <laughs> <laughs> so as cool as you could look eating Sbarros, he doesn't look cool. But he's almost cool eating Sbarros because <laughs> he's doing it in a suit with sunglasses. This is as cool as you could ever look eating Sbarros. No one has ever looked cooler eating Sbarros. <laughs> All right, so Cal's a little late. Cal comes up in his mom jeans and his baggy polo shirt. <laughs> that shirt is so long. <laughs> it makes him look like he's a little kid. You know that scene in Ant-Man and the Wasp when <laughs> Ant-Man it. shrinks down at the school? Get out of my house. <laughs> and he's wearing that, and he's wearing Didn't the jacket. Tony's still here. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. Uh, well, Jacob wants to know, what's your money situation? What do you got for clothes? <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, uh, he goes... Can I see your shoes? <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, sure. These are my XO7s. Oh, XO7s. Let me see. Oh, these are great. He throws them on the fucking second store. <laughs> what are you doing? He goes, are you Steve Jobs? What? Are, are you Steve? Holy shit. Are you the billionaire owner of Apple Computers? Are you Steve Jobs? No. No? He's like, are you a, a are high you, school gym teacher? He, well, he asked him first if he was in a fraternity. <laughs> and then he asked him if he was Steve Jobs. And then he asked him if he was a high school gym teacher. Because then in no way he should be wearing New Balance sneakers. He throws them over his side. He's like, that could hit somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so then he's like, okay, well, let's go shopping. And he smacks him. Whap. He's like, give me your credit card. And he pulls out his wallet. It's kind of Velcro. It's Velcro. <laughs> he just makes a face. And Jacob looks at him and is like, oh. He takes his credit card and they go. All right. Jacob's talking to Cal and says, look, one of the benefits about being a guy your age, and believe me, there's not many, <laughs> is you can completely redo your entire wardrobe with like 16 items. And then we get what I like to call a shopping montage. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about Cal's eyes and about how Hugh Hefner's ball sack. I don't know. It gets His under eyes are starting to the look skin. like Hugh Hefner's ball sack. <laughs> the skin under your eyes is starting to look like Hugh Hefner's ball sack. And then he looks in the mirror and he's like, it is. <laughs> and we see more slap. Every few seconds we get up. He's slapping him. All right. <laughs> There's one point when Cal takes out his wallet and you hear the Velcro again, and then Jacob's yeah. like, Where, Where are, are your wallets? wallets? <laughs> 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 well, because, and Cal is like, like he sees that it's bugging Jacob, and he's like, opening yeah, his ear just to fuck with him. <laughs> All right, and as Cal's finishing his makeover, he's, he gets his hair done, and he's going, and he's getting dressed and everything. <laughs> and Jacob, you know, is doing the Jacob thing, and he, he's hitting on Tiffany. And it's working. Mm-hmm. Boring. I'm sure she's she probably. The salon. I think she's yeah. probably the receptionist. <laughs> I thought she was cutting his hair. No, maybe. I mean, anyway. sometimes. Maybe a little bit. The of people who cut the hair do the reception. Well, she was wearing green, and usually, stylists always wear black. All right, don't don't be colorists about what you can wear to cut hair. Okay. No, they're they, the colorists. They usually <laughs> wear black so that when they get color on their clothes, it doesn't ruin them. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, so for real. Jake, all right, <laughs> for real though. Shh. For real, for real? For real. Jacob asked Tiffany, what'd you shush? Pharrell? 
<laughs> I want to hit a button. <laughs> uh, he, he doesn't know which button. Sorry, thought we'd just start over. You um, should. Uh, it's too bad you don't still have the Godzilla roar. That would have been a good spot for her. Yeah. So she asks Tiffany, hey, would you sleep with him? And she's like, yeah, I'd sleep with him. And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. And she's like, you see that, cow? See what you did there? As soon as you started talking, Tiffany changed her mind about sleeping with you. Uh, and I lost my place. Yes, okay. And he says, that's the meanest thing anybody's ever said to you. And he says, no, this is. You lost sight of yourself as a husband and as a lover. And he's like, right, that is meaner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now they're at the bar. And Jake and Cal asks Jake, uh, Jacob asks Cal, so how many women you been with, Cal? And he's like, one. He's like, <laughs> not at a time. <laughs> like, total. And he's like, yeah, one. He's like, what? He's like, look. Um, we were high school sweethearts and she was a perfect combination of sexy and cute and yada 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 I don't know I stopped listening and then <laughs> Jacob takes Cal to pick up a girl and all is going well until Cal you know mentions McLeod and because Jacob had gone to go get a drink yeah. and he comes back and goes you didn't talk about McLeod did you? <laughs> yeah. show in the 70s or something <laughs> And then we're picking up women who are in their late early, 20s or early 30s. Early to mid 20s. Yeah, I mean, These are young women. Yeah. Not too young. But, but too young to have seen McClough. 70s TV <laughs> <Yeah>. shows. <laughs> yeah. And I like what he says, you know, don't don't let him get handsy. And he's like, oh, I would never touch you. Yeah. <laughs> My life depended on it. Like, it's like, like, oh. like, oh, this got awkward real quick. That's not what you want to say when you're trying to pick up a lady. <laughs> well, he's not trying to pick her up. But now we get a montage <laughs> of Jacob picking up the ladies. And he's even using Cal's line of, he's like, how do you do that? Okay, you have this perfect combination of sexy and you have a cute thing going. And there's a, you see Cal over his shoulder with like, his mouth over like, you motherfucker, you stole my line. <laughs> All right. Yes, you just kicked me right in the foot three, four trying, times. I was trying to make sure whose feet these were. Oh, good. You want to make sure you're not kicking Tony. As long as you're just play, kicking me. I don't want to play footsie with Tony. He's got those New Balance on. Hey. <laughs> he is wearing dead shoes. Sketchy. Right. I don't know what brand. Yeah. So, all right. Well, basically, Jacob's doing a lot of hibbity-dibbity. And at the end of all this, we see a nice, attractive... She's an older woman. I'd say she's in her 30s. It's Marissa Tomei. It's not Marissa Tomei. Oh, wait. Comes walking over with the bill, and he's oh, like, yeah. ooh, this is my chance. And he's like, all right, here we go. And she hands him the fucking bill. It's 800 and something. Yeah, dollars. it's like crazy. It's like, ow, it's motherfucker. <laughs> it's like, this shit is bananas. B. A-N-A-N-A-S. <laughs> but Jacob's thing is, let me buy you a drink. Oh, you have one already? I'm going to buy you one anyway. And Jacob did not pick up the tap. <laughs> I think probably he does most of the time, though. I get that impression as well. Well, that this transformation is costing Cal a lot, but that yeah. Jake is buying the drinks uh, often. <laughs> this is probably, well, it's a big moment in his life, so. Mm-hmm. All right, so now we cut to Emily, who's in the copy room, and she's photocopying her own book. Her own book. Mm-hmm. Divorce for Dummies. Divorce for Dummies. Why the fuck would you copy your own book? I don't know. She has those little tabbies in it, so it's not like these are the only pages I feel like I need because she has them all marked. It right. would be easy it, it to just flip It didn't make them. any sense to me. I don't know. I think it was just... Maybe th- it's not her book. Maybe somebody gave it to her and she's photocopying certain passages. Maybe it's not important. I think the, the important information about this is that she's in there and who comes walking in? David Linhagen. That's right. And her copies <laughs> are says, really bad. He walks in and he's <laughs> like, hey, have you seen a Graboid? 
<laughs> That's not what he says. He wants to grab her oid, though. Oh, oh he already grabbed her oid. <laughs> That's how they got the Divorce for Dummies book, because he grabbed her oid. Also how she got tremors. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so, he says, Emily, I like you. And she's like, oh, you don't want to get involved with me. That's what I think she even says, so likes a dumpster fire or something like that. Maybe she was watching Game of Thrones. Who knows? <laughs> uh, well, he's trying to date her, and she keeps shutting him down. He's like, she's like, no. It's because he was her mistake lay, not like the guy she wants to be yeah. with. She she was never thinking something, a relationship with this guy. It was a one-time thing. But he likes her. Or was it? We'll, we'll see that's later. That's what she thought going into it, and that's what she still thinks now. And she's, and, and no. All right, so we cut to Robbie's teacher, who you can't see, but you hear her. And it's like, wow, what is that voice? That voice, does that voice sound familiar? <laughs> it oh, didn't oh, register oh. with me at all. Really? It sounds like Spider-Man's mom. Sounds like Spider-Man's mom. Or, or, not, I'm not mom, but yeah, and okay. Mother figure. Yes. But meanwhile, we see Robbie. Robbie's texting in, in class. Mm-hmm. Mr. Weaver. It's a very common thing, from what I understand. Yeah, well, and so he's texting Jessica, Jessica about how Demi Moore is much older than Ashton Kolchak. Kutcher. Him too. <laughs> I say Ashton Kolchak is because it's from Hot Top Time Machine. Mm-hmm. We being punked. I'm keep waiting for Ashton Kolchak to come walking in because <laughs> John uh, Cusack didn't know who he was. <laughs> anyway, so I'm sorry if you can hear our son yelling at video games. <laughs> they probably can, but just in case. All right, so now Robbie's teacher says, hey, you want to share something with the class? And he goes, you want to hear about the Scarlet Letter? They're a bunch of assholes. And he goes on to use to break the world record for using asshole in five sentences. <laughs> and we cut... <laughs> yeah. And much like my son out there yelling. It's, it was a lot like that. They're all assholes. And we cut to Emily having to pick up Robbie from school. And the parent and the, the principal is like, no, what I suggest is a swear jar. Every time, you know, it says bad where you put some money in there. It's like, oh, that's a great fucking solution. What you want me to do, asshole, is take money, my money now, because i got to give money to the fucking kid. Put in the fucking jar. You're an asshole. And then she walks out. That's not how it goes. But, <laughs> she, but she is kind said. of like, oh, uh-huh, sure. She's never going to do it. Well, that's a, that's a dumb idea. He doesn't have his own money. He's got a job. Plus, he doesn't cuss at home from what we've seen. This is just like an outburst. And it's another moment in any other movie where they would have talked about, oh, the parents are getting divorced. This kid's going through a lot. But But Carly's right. We don't talk about that. They don't ignore the kids in this movie. Like, There's a a small child and no one seems to notice. Because this is an adult movie. It is. It is an adult movie. But he does know about the Scarlet Letter. Like, his teacher is mad at him for not paying attention. But it's not because he didn't read the book and doesn't give a shit. He knows about the story. (laughs) And what's funny is the first time I saw this movie and they were talking about the Scarlet Letter, I had the same thought as his mom. They're still making you read the Scarlet Letter? Yeah. (laughs) You thought that, but it's something better by now. They still are. I mean, could someone write, if I only knew a writer could write something better. Than the Scarlet Letter? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, assholes. Tony's like, not really my genre. All right. All right, so now. He has to take Robbie to her office. And Robbie sees um, Emily's office. He's talking to Robbie about Cal. Learns that he's, well, he's going out a lot. Well, is he? Like a lot, a lot? Yeah, like a lot. He's like, and he looks better, but he's sad. He looks sad. <laughs> <laughs> Emily says that she's sad too. Robbie knows that, I, I know, I can hear you crying in bed. 
No. Really? He's like, yeah, I Googled it. He goes, you Googled it? He's like, I want to help you, but I don't know how, so I Googled it. <laughs> and I found a bunch of weird videos. What did you Google? Mom crying in bed. He's like, oh my God. She's like, I don't want to know about that. He's like, do those parental controls work at all? And he goes, they work for me. It's because you're a disgusting teenager. She's not wrong. Well, all right. He's not really Googling naked ladies because he's got that picture of Jessica. <laughs> so I he doesn't need to say it like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's what he, he thinks about her and looks at her picture when he, you know, roughs up the suspect. <laughs> so, so it's not like he needs to look at porn on the Internet because he's already got his focus. Anyway, so just then, who walks in? Fucking David Linhagen. That motherfucker. He says, hey, uh, oh, hey, Emily, you know, uh, the boss will see you before you leave. So... She's, she leaves. And David's She's about like, to hey, leave. this is David. He's a co-worker of mine. He's like David Linhagen. Hagen. Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> so stares him down. David goes to leave but then comes in because he wants to be like, oh, I'm going to get in good with the kid. That way I can, you know. Which is a good plan. Take mom out and, date and code X in the, in the back seat or something. I don't know. So David sits down and Robbie raises up his chair. I loved that. <laughs> and he talks down to David Linhagen. Let me tell you something, Linhagen. He goes, Hagen. Yeah, right. Whatever. <laughs> my my parents are going to end up back together because my dad's a good guy. She ends up with the good guy, not you. <laughs> and then just then he goes from stone cold killer to little boy. Because mom comes back in and goes, Mommy, can we have ice cream? And she says, <laughs> sure. And she had taken a picture that he saw of her and Cal. And she was like, I probably should take that down. You're right. And he, as soon as he went to walk out of the room, he stood back up so David Linhagen could see it. <laughs> Like any boy would do. Yeah. All right, so now we cut to Cal and Jacob, and they're working out. And Jacob, Jacob's doing uh, handstand push-ups, and Cal's just kind of looking at him like, what the fuck? He says, let's face it, Cal. Battle of six is over. We won. The moment they started taking pole dancing as exercise, we won. And then they cut to the conversation continuing in the locker room. Jacob is butt booty naked, standing there like he's the fucking uh, captain. <laughs> And Cal's like, can you put some clothes on? And Steve Carell is position his back is positioned in the back of his head so you can't see. And during the like shooting a, of this, like he's like, Austin. all right, all right, Ryan, pull your dick out. All right, yeah. great. It's like an Austin Powers joke. Yeah. All right, Steve, put your head right over his dick. Yeah. And he's like, what? <laughs> all right, and uh, here's I quote: Is this bothering you? No. Cal, my schwarz has been in your face for 20 minutes. It doesn't doesn't bother. We have a whole other problem together. <laughs> He's like, yes, it does bother me. I don't care. <laughs> Cut to the steam room. And he's still doing it. And Jacob it. is still making the same pose. But this time, Cal passes out right on Jacob's shots. Yes. <laughs> and no, your favorite tertiary address cannot be Jacob's shots, Elaine. Uh, you, you don't actually get to see it, so I don't know yeah. if it's that good. You well, really don't. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Cal, I mean, Cal would have reacted like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it can't be anything too was, spectacular. We would have known. <laughs> you would have known? I mean, I don't know. Did it mesmerize him until he passed out? <laughs> My thoughts has been in your space for 20 minutes. All right. So, anyway. And we're at the bar now. Cal, I think you're ready to take a nice lady home and show her your gift. <laughs> so Jacob is clearly seeing cows and he's like it's your gift <laughs> and they spy a nice little hottie patati named by Marissa Tomei and he's like I'm not ready for that and he's like yeah you are and yeah because what happens next he says I'm not ready to a, she didn't come to a, a loud bar to sit by herself or something and have a quiet drink yeah. she's, she, hunting. she's hunting 
And he's like, I'm not ready. He was like, what's the first thing I do? He's like, first thing you do is you buy him a drink. Even if they don't want to drink, you just buy him a drink. And, what, what you, and then what? Well, you make them talk about themselves. Make it always about them. Yada, yada, yada. He goes, oh, you yagied me. So then he goes, honk. And they come over. Exactly and as they walk away, he goes, take off your wedding ring. <laughs> Which is good because if she goes home with you and you're wearing a wedding ring, that's not going to be good. That's no good. What do you think? Perfect. I think you shouldn't take off your wedding ring ever in a bar. <laughs> I'll go to bars. Why are you yelling at me? I'm <laughs> telling you never take off your wedding ring. Leave she it on at all times. in the eye. I was like, I don't think you should take your wedding ring off when you're in a bar. I'm like, I don't remember last time I was in a fucking bar. <laughs> Just don't ever take off your Ooh, wedding ring. I do remember last time I was in a bar. It's when we went to that place and had hamburgers and there was no one there and they were still fucking slow as shit. I don't know what you're talking about. When we went to Kelly's? Yes. Oh. Good food. Slow. There was yeah, three Kelly's. people in the whole bar, and it took them like fucking forty-five minutes to bring us a hamburger. Kelly's is always the slow. last time I went to one. The non-smoking section. About Kelly's. And we almost left because she hit the dog trash. But first button ahead. All right. Anyway, so let's yeah, Kelly's service is dog trash. No talking shit. They're never gonna sponsor us. They let me get burgers in any like you can get. A turkey burger from any burger on their menu. I love that. But I still don't go there because their service sucks. Okay, well, let's stop talking about a restaurant. Anyways. Yes. So. And they head to go sit down to talk to Kate. And Cal and Jacob are like, hi. How you doing? I'm Cal. Yeah. He's like, And Cal says, this is Jacob. He's just leaving. <laughs> he's like, well, that's one way to treat people. <laughs> and he sits down. He's like, I'm going to buy you a drink. She's like, oh, no, thank you. He's like, you know what? I'm going to buy a drink anyway. Grey Goose, da, da, da. so I'm gonna buy it. Brings over the wait the waitress, and he's just like, "I'm five years sober." He's like, "Go away, go, go, go." Because she's like, "What's going on?" He's like, "Nothing, nothing." He could have said a soda, <laughs> a water. She is in a bar. But all of his his Jacob tricks aren't working, and she's like, "Oh, you know what?" Because she's like, "Tell me something about yourself," and she's like, "Tell me about yourself. What do you do? What do you do?" Ah, uh, come on, impress me. And she's like, "Ah, oh, boring." Oh well. I'm yeah, a he's teacher. doing yeah. it badly. Yeah, because she's yeah. like, "Tell me what you, or what do you do?" And, but she says it before he does, and he's like, "What do you do?" And she's like, "That's weird." And then, <laughs> but and then she first. says, "I'm a teacher," and he's like, "That's boring." Like, <laughs> to be fair, that exact thing worked in Forty Year Old Virgin. <laughs> Remember when he met, picked up the girl in the bookstore and he's like, just answer anything he says? And she's like, well, what do you have here? She's like, we have a lot of books. What kind of books do you have? We have a lot of do-it-yourself. Do you like to do it yourself? And that was like it for him, remember? <laughs> yeah, but this is a different character in a different movie. Yeah. This is a much better movie. And it is not it's, working. It's not working. And he's he's which, not doing it well either. Which is, <laughs> which is how it would be because he's been married for forever and yeah. he doesn't know how to date. I don't know how to date. <laughs> You'd be better than this. You would think. <laughs> I would think. She starts to talk about herself. I went to Oxford. Ma, boring. You gotta impress me. And she's like, "You're a jerk." <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's like, "Oh, well, you know what? I'm supposed to be talking about this, that, and the other. I'm somehow supposed to find tell you that you're the perfect combination of sexy and cute." And then he goes on rambling, and about how all these things he shouldn't say. And she goes, "You think I'm the perfect combination of sexy and cute?" And he's like. That's what you got from everything I said? Because <laughs> he goes off about David Lindhagen and about his wife. <laughs> and you can see Jacob over there going, oh, God, no. <laughs> but it works. And they go back to his place. And you can hear him like, this is my shitty apartment. And they're making out. And weird. literally. his honesty is turning her on. So right. anytime he tells her shit that he should not tell someone <laughs> on a first date. She's like, I want to take you home. I want to take you and make my ex-wife or make my wife jealous. And she's like, ooh. <laughs> it's like, I'm 
below worried you have AIDS. And he's like, uh, what? And he's like, I'm not that worried, though. I'm not that, no, I'm not that worried. <laughs> Which, you got to think, she's the only sober person in a bar full of drunks. The honesty probably is refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Well, then they have, uh, they do a little dance, make a little love. He, she, enters his, yeah. she enters his premises. Ooh. And then, then he, he enters, enters the premises, yeah. All right, so. Shande was played. And then when she leaves the next morning, quite disheveled. And quite satisfied. She says, you'll call, right? He's she goes, like, you're going to call sure. me, right? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she should have known. He's not calling you. Well, he was so honest last night. You would think that if he said he was going to call, he's going to call. And he should have called because you're shitty if you don't call. What, does it happen to you often? No, I'm just putting it out there for everybody. <laughs> who I mean, you have to very, like, and you should make sure that you call. I'm like, all right, when was the last time that someone didn't call you the next morning? I don't know. Sometimes you don't call me. <laughs> <laughs> I call you every day. There's whole weeks will go by where you won't call me on the phone. Oh, I text you. <laughs> like today, I text you. I'm gonna stop and get dog food. <laughs> he also called me today. <laughs> and you didn't fucking answer. So why I'm call you? I'm still at work. Sometimes they don't answer when you call, and it hurts you keeping the soul. But then they call you when you answer the phone right away because you're a special fellow. The Underappreciated Spouse Podcast. (laughs) Starring Kevin Costner. All right, so now we have a montage of Cal picking up the chickadees. Mm -hmm. And he's good at it now. Because now, yeah. He's He's got what's called confidence. He got that first one under his belt. Now he knows what to do. So it looks like he's he's eating some of those... um, those eggs with the bacon grease in them because he's hitting home runs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He must have had those home run eggs. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Somewhere very I don't know because I don't think Roger Maris would ever use the power of his eggs to pick up a lady. He loved his wife. <laughs> Mickey Mantle would. Mickey but if Mantle his wife slept would. with David Hagendas or whatever. <laughs> Lynn Hagen. Lynn Hagen. I know. <laughs> David Hagendas. Which is funny. That's one of those names where I won't let you butcher it because I'm like, no, it's David Linhag. <laughs> it's Christina. No. <laughs> Get it right. Sorry. And he does, like, you can see him at Cali's talk with women. He's like, oh, I love. And then whatever the hell they said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm wearing clothes. Oh, I love clothes. <laughs> oh, yes, I'm from Alcapoco. Oh, I love Alcapoco. With that, Tell me that, about your bracelet. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's gotten good. pretty good. He's chatting him up. A lot of small talk, I think they call it. So now Jacob and Cal are at the bar, and he's talking. they're talking about women. He's like, oh, my God. So Jacob's telling a story about a lady he had just bedded, and he's like, yeah, so I was with this girl, and she was like, oh, why well, you with this face? You're so serious. It's she was heckling like a- him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> heckling. This is supposed to be fun. <laughs> but just then, Liz sees Jacob, and she calls Hannah. And Hannah's on the phone, and she says, hey, hi, guy from the bar is here. It's like, I'm studying. He's like, the only thing you should be studying is the ceiling of his bedroom. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> you should be like, hot guy from the bar banging your head into his headboard head until you see God. <laughs> There's a bunch of really good lines here. Good job, Liz. I, don't, I wonder if these were ad libs. She said, I'm studying. And she said, you should be studying his... The gentle curve of his... The gentle curve of his, his cock. Yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> Which is, this is not a conversation I have I with think, my friends. But I don't think Liz is a good friend. <laughs> I've heard these she conversations. She knows Anna yeah. is dating someone. Yes. Anna has a boyfriend. You don't <laughs> encourage your friends who have boyfriends to study the gentle curve of another man's. Unless she hates him. Tallywhacker. Mm-hmm. Ha- I have had friends where the guy they were with was clearly terrible for them. Mm-hmm. And you could be like, hey, there's better roads. <laughs> Without, I would not be this explicit about yeah. it. But <laughs> 
Also, I'm studying for the bar exam. Be yeah, supportive. Yeah. This is my whole career. Yeah, that's yeah, what I don't So she wants her to go out and have one. She wants her to see God. See, this is how you can tell this movie was written by a man. Because this is not how girlfriends work. Or most girlfriends. So, some, I'm sure, are like this. Oh, well. Because, you know, women always get men dead right every time they write them. I didn't I say didn't that. I said this that. is how I can tell this was written <laughs> so by a man. Gonna, we're going to cut to Jessica's parents. <laughs> And her and her mother's complaining about. Well, we we sure did pick right picking Emily because I hear Cal has been quite the lady killer. And lately. how would they know that? That was my question from Gopher. All right, I wouldn't yeah. be calling Bernie, but I guess what I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like fuck you, Bernie. From from what we see in the movie, he did, he's had no contact really with any people from. I yeah. know. So how would they even know? This is one of those things that makes no sense. But just then, Jessica hears this, and now she thinks she has a shot with him. Which is weird. So now we follow Jessica to school, and she finds Madison, a young lady who evidently sleeps with a lot of older guys. <clears throat> and she, well, she has a huge rack. So. Yeah, she wants to know why. She's like, "Well, I have a huge rack, yeah. and you don't." She, yeah. Jessica wants tips on how to date mm-hmm. an older guy. And she's not hearing it until she finds out that he's way older. <laughs> she's like, yeah, she's Ooh. like how, well, "How old?" Like he's like, she's like parent old, and she's like, "Jessica, Ooh. nasty." She's like, "I know, thank you." It's like, yikes. Yeah. Uh, Ew, it's very ill. Madison very seems Ill. like the kind of girl who's probably banging college dudes. Yeah. yeah. Not she's like 25, dead. 20 to 25. Or maybe, yeah. or maybe the young hot teacher. Yeah. But not somebody But probably not course. somebody's dad. Yeah. 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 But she's like, credit. how do I get him mm-hmm. to see me as not a little kid? And she's like, well, you got to send him a nudie photo. You know, create some child porn, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. That is exactly what it is. <laughs> you know what, John? A spoiler alert for the end of the movie. At the end of the movie, when Jessica gives the envelope to the... No, you're going to ruin my note where she's not only created and distributed child porn. I was like, as soon, as, she gave that to him, as soon as she gave that to him and he looked at it, I'm like, oh, now you're looking at kidney porn. And like, that's what I thought. I, we have been like, married too long. she's rocking up fucking felonies now. Yeah. We have been married too long because that is what I thought. <laughs> this is I'm getting, I thing. still, every time I see that, I get mad. It yeah. didn't occur like, what's to wrong with you? <laughs> see, now it doesn't occur to most people, but it always occurs to John, and we've because been married so long, and he points it out so many times, and now occurs to me. Because she's just Yikes. created child porn. Ugh. Like, we know she's 17, and, and they say she's going to be an adult soon. We don't know when her birthday is. Yo, guess what? If it's the day before her birthday, child porn. No, I'm just saying, it didn't occur to me at all. But, I mean, when you said it, it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yicky. Well, you know what she gets for this, for yeah. being gross? She gets really embarrassed. Because we're still at her school now, and we see Robbie has erected a stage. And no one noticed his fucking kid is just building a stage in the middle of high school, and no one fucking stopped him. But no, boom, and he's also, there. He's a middle schooler. This is not his school. They might be next to each other, but yeah. this is not his school. You would think they say, "Hey, what kid are you doing here?" <laughs> With an erector set. No, I have a scarlet J. Are you fucking kidding me? I have no notes on this whole section because I don't want to talk about it. He, yeah. He's like. I love you, Jessica. I have branded myself with a Scarlet J, and she pulls him off, yes. and she's like, "No." <laughs> Ridiculous. She should have explained to him how much she wanted to yak when she caught him when he said that stuff about his private time and her photo. Yeah. But is it is this where she tells him that she likes somebody else? Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
She's into somebody else, an older yeah. dude. Because he keeps telling her, four years isn't going to matter soon. Like, it matters right now, 13 and 17. Because you're my yeah, soulmate. Fucking does. But, but in 10 years, who cares about a four-year difference? And he's right. But, right. But if you're maybe lay off until... <laughs> 30, no big deal. Hmm. All right, so now we cut to Cal having a nightmare. Mm-hmm. What is his nightmare? It's David Lindhagen. And he's mowing her lawn. And actually, not not metaphorical. <laughs> but he, he has a lawnmower. And he's, he's literally in mowing the backyard, the lawn. Yeah. taking care of the yard. And she looks all like. And she's all happy, like, oh, yeah, you trimmed yeah. them bushes. Again, not euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> and this wakes up Cal, and he's in the cold sweat. <gasps> and then for some reason, they play a song from the movie Wall Street. And Cal is irrigating his own grass with the shoes. And he's cutting the grass. He has snuck into the backyard. He snuck into the, again, not a euphemism. <laughs> None of these are euphemism. These are all literal. And he's doing some lawn maintenance until he, until he starts. Not a euphemism. <laughs> right. I just said all of these. None of these. <laughs> none of these are euphemism. Everything you're saying could sound dirty. Yeah. Oh, he's planting his bulbs. <laughs> wait, wait, no, 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 no. All right. Oh. So we cut. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not giving those. Oh. Uh, all right, so we cut to Cal and Robbie. And they're playing catch. Robbie tells his dad about a girl he likes. Cal tells him not to give up on her. Bad advice. If she's your soulmate, then you yeah. don't give up. What thirteen year old boy knows his fucking soulmate? One that reads the Scarlet Letter and likes it, I guess. Scarlet J. Yeah, I hated that book. <laughs> anyway, so then Robbie turns around on Cal's like, kind of. Like, then why are you giving up on mom? Boom! See, he's like, he's like, it's more complicated than that. He's like, oh, really not, not what you just said. Mm-hmm. Not considering that she just destroyed this man, and now he has nothing better to do. <laughs> anyway, but it, it gets a little weird. And but Robbie gives it to him. He's like, well, Robbie's right. He didn't fight for her at all. He well, he just rolled out of the car. And that's said, true. I don't want to hear it. He did. He I'm didn't out. even try. He, he quite literally jumped out of the car. <laughs> tuck and roll. He did tuck and roll though. So good for him. Well, it's not how I would react. <laughs> you don't. You wouldn't hop out of the car. If you told me you slept with David Lindhagen, <laughs> no, I, I would not hop out of the car. I think you might. I think you might. She might have an ejector seat. <laughs> wouldn't be me that got pushed out of that car. I'll tell you what. Oh. You'd find out you're sleeping with David Lindhagen. And without her. <laughs> so you just told the world that you'd push me out of a car. If you're sleeping with David Lindhagen, it's so sure So if shit. I get pushed out of a car... Then we all know you slept with David Lindhagen. <laughs> and you're you going to jail for pushing me out of a car. You're a slut. <laughs> sleeping with He's David Lindhagen. I don't want your slutty money. <laughs> no, bitch. All right, we'll get to that. Oh. All right, so. Well, it makes no difference when Emily and Cal meet, uh, yeah, meet Robbie's teacher. Who turns out to be who? Kate. Kate. All right. The first Shit. girl that Cal picked up at the bar. And all he had to her. say is, we had a date. And he's like, ooh. And he blows it right here. He's like, oh, you two know each other? He's like, yeah, we met at a conference last year. <laughs> and Emily's like, oh, did I miss that one? Yeah. And... <laughs> Well, the teacher is not having it. She's like, oh, we're here on this laundry right here. He looks at her and goes, seriously? (laughs) (laughs) Because he didn't call. All he has to do is say, I met her at a bar. Right. We went out. And this evidently, because then he he spins up. Okay, he's wrong here. He he should have handled it. Yeah, this is stupid. This is just a bad scene. It's just for the story. Yeah. So she writes, she's on the board and he goes, okay, let's talk about your son. Um, His crowning achievement this year was when he... Broke a record for saying asshole. She writes asshole she on writes the board. 
Like asshole. Like when you sleep with someone, then don't call them asshole. Oh. Or like, or when you go downtown for forty-five minutes because he was nervous. <laughs> and Emily goes, "This isn't about Robbie, is it?" <laughs> I gotta say, forty-five minutes. Like, wow. She what was dedicated there? to the cause. I'm you know what I mean? Yeah. Was... I'm sorry if you can't get it up. I'm done after <laughs> 45 minutes. That's uh-huh. a long time. I, I'm going to say, I guess we're going to do this another time. <laughs> That's right. It's like an four... episode of Blacklist. <laughs> you say 45, you, you get more like four to five minutes. <laughs> four to five. <laughs> <laughs> what we got? <laughs> oh. All right, so, but then, so, at this point, Emily's like, oh, what did you do? And he's like, okay, okay, okay. She's an alcoholic. (laughs) So he goes, ah! And they run out, he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Emily runs out of the room, and you can hear her yell, I'm five years sober, asshole! And all the other parents that are there for parent-teacher conferences also hear that. Yeah. And we learn at this point that Cal's up to nine women that he slept with. And he's like, holy shit. And he Emily's like, nine? He out. <laughs> like, like he had not said it out loud. Yeah. He had probably not said it out loud to anybody. And so, I, before, which, I had always slept with one woman. Now I'm up to nine. And she's like, nine? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how much time has passed. Well, but, this might be yeah. why he didn't talk before. Because he just has diarrhea of the mouth when he does <laughs> and says whatever does. dumb shit. I mean, mm. so maybe it was better that he jumped out of the car. Yeah. Well, she automatically becomes Judgy Judgerson about how he slept with nine women, but to be fair, he's on She's like, look, I know I cheated, so I shouldn't, like, I don't really have a right to be mad, but nine? <laughs> <laughs> so just then, Kate comes in to just, you know, because... Like Carly said, she's like, all right, I have nowhere to judge, but okay, you're being... And then, and then she, tell her she's the perfect combination of sexy and cute. And she's like, oh, which is her use, special line. You used my line on other women? And he's like, yeah, I'm fucked on this one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. And she drives away and he says that he's her soulmate. Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> all right, so... So Cal's stuck in, in the rain, standing in the rain. He goes, how cliche. <laughs> but he doesn't get out of the fucking rain. He just stands there. He stands there. And guess what we get? Montage time. And Cal's still standing in the rain. Emily's driving. And not very uh, inspiring, but it's a good montage at the same time. And we're back at the same Mexican restaurant that we were at earlier in the movie. Brian is there with Hannah. and She has passed the bar. And she has passed the bar. And he's, and he's like... I'm glad you're all here because I have a very special question to ask Hannah, and Hannah thinks this is the big question. He's gonna, she's going to pop the question. Mm-hmm. But he hits her with a question. <laughs> how would you like to be a full-time partner at Do We Cheat Him and How? <laughs> That's not the name of the law firm. <laughs> no, it's an old law joke. But anyway. But it's and, a job offer, not yeah. a marriage and Liz, You can see the devastation on Liz's face. Like, she sounds real good. Like, motherfucker. Like, this was like in Blade, where, um, <laughs> like, Magra came back to one body Pulled after cutting half, he looks in and he goes, what Mother the fuck? fuck? Well, yeah, she was like, what the fuck? She leans <laughs> in and she's like, Blade. I thought you were going to propose, so I need a minute. This has thrown me off. And he's like, you thought I was going to propose. <laughs> we're not, yeah, we're not there. <laughs> and he Third. says to her, he's like, I'm not really sure about how we how I feel about us, you know? Long term. And then I she, need time to think about that. And yeah, then she grabs the dude's drink. She says, I need a drink. He's like, is this gin? Oh, God, I hate gin. She's <laughs> just drinking so 
And he's like, there's not water in that. He's <laughs> like, no, no, no. Yeah. So then she says to him, I'd rather be uh, dead and cool than alive and uncool. No, Ooh. she says, I'll think about the job offer. Thanks. <laughs> F this, I'm mobile. Yeah. She, she sure does. She high fives her rollers. friend. She is out and, and Liz is all excited about it. If I was Liz, I'd be leaving with her. I'd be like, all right, yeah. we got to go. We got to go. I feel like Liz left within a minute of right. this, but they yeah. did not leave together. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, um, and we cut to Jacob at the bar. Um, he's talking to a lady and he's talking to a lady and he's got a nice members only jacket on he's looking kind of cool <laughs> and in comes Hannah soaking, soaking wet, wet. Yeah. walks over to him and she kisses him and the girl he's chatting up is like what the fuck bitch <laughs> she's like you and she kisses him <laughs> it's like remember me and he's like yeah so don't take me home and he's like yeah he's like let's go he's like yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh so now we're back at Jacob's place, and he's making uh, making the drinks, making some old fashions. That's what they are. It's a fancy drink. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he, he takes some time making this drink. Well, and he likes to show his ladies a good time. And well, you get this is his um his regular routine for the gentle art of the hibbity dibbity. <laughs> on the shy day, we all yeah. all know what happens on shy day. Ordinary world. <laughs> he is a smooth operator. All right, so she's. Uh, DTD. She's down to a drink. Oh. Mm. And she drinks her drink and then drinks his drink. And she's like, I don't really like this. And then she takes <laughs> his and drinks it. And she's like, not my favorite. And she gives him the two cups back. <laughs> All right. Jacob is a decent ish kind of guy and does, you know, things. <laughs> he turned, she likes the music and she's like, All right, All so, right this, so what's the next step in what your routine? Here? No, she's like, well, So what happens next? You know, like logistically. <laughs> She's like, look, I know that I'm drunk, and I know what the PG version of this is. I'm going to pass out. You'll kiss me on the cheek and cover Give me with a blanket. Nothing blanket. happens. Yeah. It's like, but I'm here to fuck, no, so let's move this along. She says, we're here to bang. He's yeah. like, bang? People still say bang. She's like, oh, yeah, we're going to bang. He's like, okay. He's like, so what's your so move? Bang, bang, bangity bang. That's right. Bang, 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 bangity bang. bang. <laughs> And she's like, so what's your move? And he's like, what move? And he's like, your big move. She's like, you're not ready, you're for, not the ready for the big move. He's like, I want the big move. And he's like, what's the big move? I'm not going to come to you. All right, I work here to get into the conversation. <laughs> Dirty dancing? Why? What are we like, watch it? He goes, no, we're in a conversation. Dirty dancing. And I explained to them that I could do, you know, the lift. The lift from Dirty Dancing. I could do that. And then I put on Dirty Dancing, I do the lift, and they always want to have sex with me. She's like, and that works? She's like, every time. It's stupid, I know, but it always but it works. works. <laughs> My question is always, how did you come up with that? Did you like, let me see if this shit works. Because that just seems some out- It probably shit. just happened. At some point, some, he so like talked, the, some lady was talking about her favorite movie, and it was Dirty Dancing. And so I could do that. And, and he's like, oh, I can do it. And it just happened. So he was like, well, A lot of girls have work. strong opinions about Dirty Dancing in the movie. I don't know. Would that move work on you, Carly? No, not on me. But that's because, number one, I don't see any guy I meet at a bar just hoisting me up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> If they could, would it work? <laughs> Number two, I've only seen that movie once. It does not mean to me. Yeah, no, right. see, mo- movie things do not work on her. <laughs> you ever seen Dirty Dancing? She'd be like, no. And she'd be like, panicking, like what? <laughs> I know that scene, but I don't have this. A lot of women have this fantasy right. of Elaine, that. I don't have that. Elaine, would that work on you? I don't think so. Tony, would it work on you? <laughs> yeah. 
So, so if, if some was, chick just picked you up, would that work? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, like dirty dancing, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Before or after she makes him take off his shirt? Well, this is uh, <laughs> this is Emma Stone, so I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I know, she's, right? she's a lot stronger than I thought. She, she looks was. like she would snap like a twig. Uh, so now they're they're down to bang, and she's like, all right, take off your shirt, uh, and so she he takes off his shirt, and she goes. <laughs> what are you photoshopped <laughs> she walks over can I touch you she's like can I touch you and he's like yeah and she evidently asked Cole he's like well cold hands cold hands <laughs> he goes now that right. is totally realistic all right. <laughs> now you take off your dress and she's like no I'm not gonna do that with all that going on <laughs> yeah that was great can we dim the lights yeah, I'm not taking my dress lights. off and he goes can I put my shirt on she's like no alright <laughs> right, so um, so we but she, it, the move does sort of seem to work because by the time he slowly lowers her yeah. down, because right. when he lowers her down, it's like more. It's they, they're gonna do like Marvin Gaye and get it on. Now mm. you see the slow lower though. Yeah, that's what. That's did. what. Yeah. It's not the I can do the lift. It's the lift up and then the slow sexy lower. Yeah. You know I can do that move. I I don't need to know that. <laughs> I can do that. Oh, can you? I can. Can you? I can. Remember My bounce is crap. Are you sure we wouldn't just fall over and take a hit? No. Remember to do the slow lower because that's the important yeah. part. <laughs> if you just drop her. Mm. I'm, my balance is crap. We will fall over. That's why we don't have sex in the shower. Someone would break a hip and it would be me. <laughs> All right. So now we cut to, cut to Cal at the bar and he's looking for Jacob and he's while well, he's not there because he's with Hannah. Mm-hmm. He's like, where's my friend? I need my friend. <laughs> and so then we cut back to Jacob's Pleasure Palace. And they're kissing. And Hannah can't stop talking about his pillow. He's like, this is a really great pillow. This is foreign to my head. And he's like, is this one of those pillows you got on TV? Yes. <laughs> and they continue to kiss, but she asks about, do you have one of those massage chairs? And he's like, yes, it's in the garage. Because <laughs> apparently he doesn't sleep. He just shops. Because she, she, she asks, she's like, is she's this like, pillow from Brookstone? Yeah. He's like, yeah. She's <laughs> like, like, I didn't know people bought that. It's like, can we go see the massage chair? Do you have yeah. one of those massage chairs? Yeah. He's like, no. She goes, you totally have a massage chair. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's in the garage. So then they go and in, and she's sitting in a massage chair. She's like, it's terrible. She's like, I've used it twice. And she goes, what did this cost? He's like, $5,000. <laughs> that's like $2,500 a massage. <laughs> what does this dude do for a living? <laughs> well, he explains a little bit of it. And they do have a very good conversation, and they say that Jacob is addicted to buying things because he's unhappy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, you know, coin bears? I have a whole collection of coin bears. <laughs> From every state. 50 of them. Jacob asks Hannah if he will do, she will do him a kindness. Ask him something personal. She says, okay. And then we bang. He's like, yes. <laughs> she asks about his parents. He talks about them for a while and then falls asleep. So they did not bang. She kisses his cheek and sleeps with him anyway. Sleeps though, doesn't do the hibbity dibbity. Mm-hmm. That, that's sometimes that's more intimate sleeping with someone than doing the hibbity dibbity. Mm-hmm. And we cut to Cal leaving For a message him, to Jacob. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, dude, I gotta tell you about that. Remember that first girl that I picked up at the bar? I got a story to tell you." More messages from Cal to Jacob, and Jacob's not answering. He says, "I have a vision of you being trapped underneath a large pile of women." <laughs> <laughs> that's great. And he's like, if this is another Miyagi move, I don't get it. So call me back. <laughs> There's like a hundred messages. And then he calls Emily, who's out on a date with who? David Her one time only, David Lenhagen. Mm-hmm. 
I guess it's the second Well, time. you know what? When you find out that your husband has slept with eight women <laughs> since she <laughs> slept him. Then maybe it's time to give David Lindhagen a second chance. She's like, I haven't dated at all. And uh, I guess he's moving on. Because he told her, I was trying well, to move on. So she's like, maybe I should move on. So she's well, going to hop on the good said, and do the bad thing. She said she wanted a divorce, but she's not actually moving on. So yeah. if you really think you want a divorce, don't you think you should at least try? <laughs> What she really wanted was like couples counseling. <laughs> I know, I agree. She went about she it. Jumped wrong. right to divorce. That's not what she wanted. Yeah, yeah. A few things went went awry. <laughs> all right. That's how but, you end up on a date with David Linhagen. But it looks like they're having a very nice date. It's all going well. David seems like a nice guy. And they get back to her. Well, he's not. He slept with a married woman. He's a piece they, of shit. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> Everything's going well. We I get don't back to disagree. Her <laughs> Excellent point. Excellent point. He's the kind of piece of shit that did, did, uh, hits on married women. Excellent point. All right. Didn't so consider that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's that. <laughs> did not consider that. Let me scratch him off my list of favorite characters. <laughs> and they're outside and they share a kiss. Oh. Yes. <laughs> and just then, Jessica catches them. Uh-oh. And for some reason, Emily tells Jessica... That David is her work friend. And they were having yeah. a work meeting. Because she's awkward. In and her mouth. <laughs> yeah. That's where I have work meetings. Huh? Like, yeah, all my I work know. friends walk me to the door and give me a kiss. Like, <laughs> sure, that's believable. Jessica's it's French. <laughs> <laughs> the company's French. <laughs> well, all right. well, yours is German, so cut the shit. All right. I don't know if that's even true. Is it German? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. started in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Cheeseheads. I don't know. All right, so you Jessica... said the retailer I actually work for. Could we not do that? <laughs> You're right. All right, so uh, Elaine's going back to Walmart. And Jessica tells Emily that she is batshit crazy for not staying with Cal. And she's very mad. Now, let me, Emily's trying to figure out why. And she's like, well, here's just like, here, shut up, bitch. I don't want your slutty money. And she's like, slutty money? What the fuck? <laughs> Which is I gotta side with Emily on this one because she's fucking lost. <laughs> also, mixed signals from Jessica here because she should be rooting for this divorce so that she could get yeah. herself a slice of cows. <laughs> All right. Well, she doesn't want. Well, cows doesn't want to reciprocate, and that's Elaine's loving her joke because Tony is laughing. Friends, if you don't know, there's a chain restaurant around here called Cows. Which is what we ate, right? Which is what we had for dinner. (laughs) So Tony's loving it. Oh, good good one. Good one. And Elaine, the best part about it was she was shaking her own head while she was laughing, like, yeah, I know, right? I'm so good. Oh, you Which, didn't need to describe that. You could have skipped right over that and just kept going with your notes and no one would have known You're about right, us. I'm she sorry, fancy She should be rooting for this divorce, but she still thinks this woman is bananas for leaving be- him. Why would you do that? <laughs> honka, honka, Steve Carell. perfect. <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever said that. <laughs> Those are words that have never been uttered. <laughs> well, his wife's in the movie, too, so. <laughs> Beth Littleford? I don't know. She's the other guy's The wife. Emily. Yeah. Or what, M- oh, Emily's her name's mom not Emily. Uh, Jessica's, Jessica's mom. mom. The one that says, for JJ. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get to the that. The one who told her husband he can't hang out with Cal anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so we cut to Jessica. and She has a camera. And I don't want to talk about this in either going. <laughs> you have to. Her friend told her to take a sexy nude photo for her older gentleman friend. So this is her trying to take sexy nude photos. And, and she does it directly from getting home from babysitting because she's so angry that Emily is not in love with Cal anymore. Well, and here's That the she's... No, the best part about the scene is that um, Jessica gets flowers. Mm-hmm. Who did she get them from? Robbie. 
And where does Robbie get the flowers? She stole them because on the flowers it says, please give me a chance, David. Mm-hmm. Well, Davey, Robbie has crossed out David <laughs> and not even like a lot. Like, he like one line Robbie next to it. And he's, My man! He's riding his bike to Jessica's house while she's taking nude photos for, for his, her for his friend. dad. Yikes. But then she says she wants to be portrayed, like she wants him to see her as an older lady. But then what does she do? She prints him out and decorates an envelope. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very high school thing to do. She writes his name and all these colors. She puts stickers on it. (laughs) I expect to see a Lisa Frank somewhere in the scene. It's it's awkward. Jessica and Cal forever. Yeah. With the number four. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, so we cut the cows outside Emily's house watching his family eat ice cream. Emily calls him and he answers the phone while looking at her. She makes up a story about the pilot light being out. And he walks her through how to relight it. And he could see her that she just wanted to call him. Because he's, again, late night secret gardening at her house. (laughs) (laughs) Which, who does she think mows the lawn? (laughs) Well, he's not mowing the lawn. I know, but but who's trimming the bushes and (laughs) irrigating the lawn? And can somebody come to our house and do this, please? (laughs) You have to sleep with David Lindhagen first. Oh, I just don't want to do that. All right, so... You don't. No. All right, so we cut the cow. cheater. Now, cow's at the home buying store, and he's buying stuff for the old house. You know what I mean? I don't know if we get free landscape. Now <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, I'll give you a weekend pass if it gets me free landscape. Yeah, someone will come and clean up that backyard. You might, you might have to throw yourself at David Linhagen. <laughs> Our backyard is a scary, scary place. All right, so we're we're back to the to the to the home lows or whatever it's called. And we who do we see here? What a coinky dink. We see Bernie's there and Cal's there shopping. He's like, "Hey, Bernie, no time to talk. Thanks for the cologne." <laughs> Which is the only thing you say to that guy. All right. But he does take Jacob's call. Who calls him right away? He's like, "Oh my God, hey, how you doing?" Jacob's like, "Hey," and you can see. That he's shopping for wine. Yeah, and he's, he's with, at a wine store. And, and he's with uh, Emma Stone, whose name in this movie is not Emma Stone. It's Emily. It's Hannah. Earlier, you called her Liz, which is actually her friend. <laughs> and now you're calling her by her mom's name. Just call her Emma. You can just call her Hannah matter. Banana. We'll call her less fancier face than Emma. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. See? All right, but he's like, hey, uh, you know, I met this girl. I have a, she's a game changer. He calls her a game changer, which is, in guy talk, that's big time. That's you know, game changer. Mm-hmm. Cal tells him not to worry. He'll be fine. Because he says, I'm meeting her parents. Like, this is a big deal. Today mm-hmm. I'm meeting her parents. He's your like, mom. Ah. He says specifically mom. You'll be fine. It's all good. Maybe don't be yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be polite, and you might have to talk about yourself. You might have to give them personal details. <laughs> So Jacob buys the wine and makes plans to get a beer the following week. Um, we cut to Jessica's mother, putting clothes away, and she finds uh, oh, finds an envelope that says cow. Oh, that's mm-hmm. weird. She opens it up and she says, ah, <gasps> <laughs> As Which, soon as she started putting laundry in the drawers, I was like, oh, she's going to find it. Yeah, yeah. She goes downstairs. Also, that girl needs to be now, putting her own laundry away. Now, <laughs> now this, hold on, I got some advice for all the moms out there, okay? Just put, I would never. Put your shit on receive, okay? If you find pictures of your naked teenage daughter, don't go downstairs to your husband who's watching TV and hand them to him. No. He's going to open them up. He didn't even look at them. Yes. Ah! He just looked at them. No, no, you don't. Yeah. And, and this also, dad reacts. They're not a, alone. The, 
the, she's in the room. Yeah. She's in the room and he reacts inappropriately. He like he looks at him and gets mad. I would throw them in the air and be like, why not? What is, why would you give me that? And he flips through all of them. I would have got to the first one and threw him in the air. And then he turns the envelope over. It's like he's, he, it's in slow motion and he's like frozen like, no, <laughs> no, no. He turns the envelope over and he's like, whoa. Yeah. So now he sees red and he gets in his car and he's gone. And Jessica's like, no, no, he doesn't know. And the mother's like, no, you are you sexting him? You are <laughs> she to go. says, is he sexting you? <laughs> so this is the worst mother ever because she's completely ineffective at stopping her daughter for doing fucking anything. Because not only did she blow by her mother, go into her mother's purse and get the keys, went past her mother, got in the car, started the car, drove away. Mom couldn't do shit. Yeah. Uh, well, she might I'd be I'd have dragged her out by the fucking hair. Where do you think you're going? She is. She's in shock. But That'd have been some ass whoopings. what you do... Is you wait until later and you say, "Hey, I found some photos." I would <laughs> just pull his ass right now and be like, "We need to talk about something." And you say, "Hey, Jessica, yeah. I found this. <laughs> I find it quite disturbing." <laughs> I, don't I don't want your you father. Like I don't want your father going to prison. So <laughs> we're going to talk about this first. Yeah, because <laughs> if I tell yeah. your dad, he's going to go kill him. That's true. my mom. Probably would have talked to us before she like. Dad does not need to know about this as long as it didn't go any further than this and nobody knows. About I might have just put it back in the drawer and been like, you better put your laundry away for your goddamn stuff. <laughs> I don't want to know. So, but yeah, my dad does not want to see those pictures. So the gist of the story is mothers. You find these pictures, don't give them to the father. Or at he least warn, warn him before you. Yeah. No, he doesn't want to see them. You could just say, I found naked pictures of your daughter, yeah. she's giving them to Cal. That's all I need to know. I don't need to see. I don't need descriptions of what the pictures are. I don't care. I don't want to know. Naked pictures to go in a cow. That's it. That's all you got to do. I don't give no more. I just tear them off. <laughs> and instead of, oh my God. Because something like that will kill a dad's sex drive forever. <laughs> You'll never have sex again. Think about that. You know, I don't mind. Our daughter's yeah. 19. We're, we're past that. We find naked pictures of our daughter. I don't want to know. <laughs> but she's an adult. <laughs> she's an adult now. If she does it, she's not creating child porn anymore. I still don't want to fucking know. <laughs> he brings up the child porn again. Well, that's what it is. Because now the mother has what? Distributed child porn. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, knows not allowed to have those pictures? The parents. Mm-hmm. Still child porn. Moving on. All right, so now we cut to Robbie, who's greeting his mother with a blindfold. Oh, we see that Cal has built a mini golf course because he has taken, you know, he took his wife on a mini golf She gets home, and her 13-year-old son is all dressed up and holding a scarf, and he's like, Dad's here, and everybody's here, and I have to blindfold you. And, and Emily, someone who wants to work on her marriage, so she's like, oh, you know, yeah, she really wants to work on her marriage. I don't want to do this. She's not into it. She does it. No, hey, look, she not everybody's not yeah. everybody's into blindfolds. And also, well. if I wear heels, I am not also wearing a blindfold. I know so I'm taking my shoes off my shoes because that is scary. Well, that's fine, but she needs to work on her marriage and stop being so angry. Look, you know what? You say dad's here, but you have to be blindfolded. Am I about to be murdered? <laughs> We're divorced, and you're trying to blindfold they're me? Not divorced. I don't know what's happening. I know they're not divorced yet. Anyway, so she goes and says, wait. If we're going to do this, can we at least wait for your daughter to be here? Our daughter is here, right here. Oh, no, not that one. The other daughter. Just then, Hannah shows up. With who? 
Jacob! Jacob! Oh, and Jacob snap. is like, Jacob sees Cal, Cal sees Jacob, and this is where it gets interesting. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing, but in a different way. So Jacob wants to know why Cal is there. Cal wants to know why Jacob is there. They're trying to figure out what's, what's happening, and Hannah explains that Jacob is her boyfriend, and Jacob... And Cal are freaking out, both. And she's like, Daddy, and he's like, please stop calling him that. <laughs> and Emily, the whole time, is like, can I take my blindfold off? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Cal's like, me? no, 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 break up, break up right now. <laughs> Jessica shows up, and out of nowhere, Bernie fucking tackles Cal. No, no, no. <laughs> Emily takes her blindfold she's off. She's like, I see yeah. it's Jacob, and it's like, oh, he's really good looking. <laughs> <laughs> and Jacob, like, doesn't, he completely goes right into character. He's like, oh, are you kidding me? Look at you, but I, you, yeah. I believe your sisters. <laughs> yeah. And then Bernie shows up. And then up. Bernie shows up shows up yeah bernie tackles cal cal has no idea what the fuck's going on why bernie's attacking him <laughs> but jacob does try to per- pull bernie off so and jacob because he's hit, a good friend well jacob, jacob <laughs> is holding wine he hands it to hannah and and goes and pulls jacob and bernie off of cal and lane drew a little hard and it says elaine and john forever <laughs> all right and we hear uh or just then Bernie rips off the front of the windmill, and he's like, I'm going to beat your brains in. And Cal's trying to figure out what's going on. But Jessica jumps in the way and says, he doesn't know that I'm in love with him. And Cal's like, are you pointing at me? And Rob's like, are you pointing at him? <laughs> and Emily figures out and goes, Jessica, oh. Because <laughs> she's like, this is why she's been so mean to me. This is why she thinks I'm crazy. This all makes sense. And Robbie says, says, my dad's the only guy I've been seeing. And and Bernie goes, he doesn't even know about the naked photos. And Cal says, what? (laughs) And Emily says, Jessica. (laughs) Cal says, time out, time out, time out. He looks at his son and says, Jessica is the girl you're in love with? (laughs) And here's where it goes off the rails a bit. Just then, David Leenhagen shows up. (laughs) That's another amazing thing. It's like, Emily, (laughs) I have you swear you left it at my car last night. Cal says, David Leenhagen. No, no. No, Jacob is like, who are you? No, Jacob, they say, who are you? And he goes, I'm David David Leenhagen. And And then Jacob goes. No, no, Cal says David Leenhagen. And then Jacob says, David Linhagen, okay. Take <laughs> well, yeah. Jacob yes. says David Linhagen, and then Cal goes, David Linhagen. And then Jacob says, okay, takes off his ring and punches him in the face. <laughs> it doesn't so matter. Jacob punches David Linhagen and says, but Jacob you know much- is a damn good friend. He's like, you. That was awesome. Punching you out. All right. So, and, and even, then even Bernie drops the sign and says, David Linhagen. Chaos. All right. Then it's all chaos. These guys, it's a weird fight. Wait, wait. Jacob Punch is. David, and he says, you know how much pain you caused my friend, you son of a bitch? Cal jumps on Jacob and says, stay away from my daughter. Bernie jumps on Cal and says, stay away from my daughter. <laughs> Lynn Hagen jumps on Jacob and says, I don't even know you. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Drax says, why is Gamora? No, that's something else. <laughs> so the entire fight comes out, and Jacob's sitting there, and he's like, oh my God, what's going on here? And we cut, and the police are there. <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, look, if you guys want to fight, take it in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Which one of you is David Lynn Hagen? Lynn Hagen. They'll say Lynn Hagen, and they all point to Kevin Bacon. <laughs> and then we get, if you're gonna fight, do it in the house, keep it in the family. <laughs> She's gonna call this domestic all clear. And Jacob laughs, and Cal gives him a nudge. <laughs> so Bernie leaves and takes his daughter with him. They they've got some shit to discuss. Good call. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Robbie looks at Jessica. Uh, and walks away. <laughs> Jacob tries to talk to Cal, 
Cal tells Hannah that Jacob is a womanizer. Emily tries to interrupt him. Cal forbids Emily from dating Jacob. Hannah. Hannah. Yeah, him too. <laughs> He's like, you, my wife, don't date him. <laughs> you, my daughter, don't date him. That's not what happens. Yeah. She tells him that she will not. Cal tells Hannah, well, then get out of my house. And Emily says, this is not your house anymore. Cal says, yeah, you made damn sure of that. Hannah and Jacob leave. Cal leave and tells David. David. Thank she's you. all yours. This is all hit. David all says, fantastic. Emily says, nice. <laughs> Cal tells Robbie, go big or go home, right, buddy? And Robbie tells his father, go home, dad. Because Robbie is mad at Cal because Jessica was in love with Cal. Yes, he is. This Robbie is should not be mad at Cal. No, There's he, no reason. It's not fair, but he's 13. But he is a 13-year-old <laughs> emotional boy doesn't know how to process yeah. what's going on. He knows that the woman he loves has been in love with somebody else. And so he finds the out anger goes to that person. Yeah. So he's pissed. Yeah. But he's just pissed at the situation and he's taking it out. Yeah. All right. So now the music drops. We see that Robbie's in school and he deletes Jessica's number from his phone. He's moving on. <laughs> Jessica is apparently grounded. Also in here it says, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob is talking to Hannah and he's like, hey, you know what? Uh, you should call your dad. She's like, no, I don't want to call my dad. He's like, you should call your dad. Emily's at her desk and she's sad. Cal's outside Robbie's school and sees Robbie. And he sees him and Robbie stares daggers at his dad. And then gets on the bus yep. instead of going to ride home with dad. Cal's at the bar and is kind of mean to the bartender. <laughs> well, he asks her what time it is and she says it's 2.30 in the afternoon. She was bitchy to a paying customer. <laughs> he says, I don't like your tone. What do you say? He said, Cocktail Cocktail server. <laughs> This cocktail servant, and, he, and then and she then brings he, his drink, and he's like, "She probably spit in that." <laughs> and he's he does apologize for being a dick, though. He says, "I'm but sorry." But it's like she already walked away. Did she hear it? Who knows? She's like, "I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was mean." So I'm Jacob shows up, and he's addicted to Jacob too. He tries to talk to Cal, but Cal is, you know, have you stopped dating my daughter? No, we have nothing to discuss. <laughs> he gets a shot, and he's sure the dark bartender spit in it. Jacob brings up Robbie's eighth grade graduation. He asks if he's going. Of course I'm going. Um, this conversation is like, damn, this really, this chick really was a game changer for him. Because he's like caring about her siblings. Well, Jacob, <laughs> Nobody cares about an eighth grade graduation. I, well, I says, don't care about my sister's eighth grade graduation. Well, he tells Cal, I'm in love with her. Hannah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacob tells Cal that he was trying to make him more like Jacob. But it turns out that Jacob, he wants to be more like Cal. Yeah. He's like, I started this thing thinking, I got to get you to be more like me. And now it turns out I want to be more like you. So Cal tells Jacob that he that he's happy, that he's changed his life, but he's seen too much, and it's Hannah. And she's too good for him. And Jacob agrees. Mm-hmm. Cal will never give Jacob his approval. Jacob tells Cal that he's a good dad. Mm-hmm. Jacob tells Cal, uh, take a shot, and he does. And she's like, yep, sure, she's spitting it. Now we cut to eighth grade graduation. Cal is there and he sees an empty seat next to Emily and Hannah. And it doesn't matter which is which because both their names are in there. Yes. And and Cal thinks, like, he's got to look like, oh, that seat's for me. But then he sees Jacob shows up and he's looking good with his nice suit and everything. (laughs) Jacob always looks good. Yeah, he always looks good. Oh, does he? He can also do the thing. Are you jealous? <laughs> no, I can tell you, when Jacob sits down, my only thought was a good thing it wasn't David Lindhagen. This got a real weird. Yeah. You also always look good in a suit, honey. Thank you, baby. And you can also do the thing. So I, I can do the thing. You and Jacob are so right I'm there. So I'm the real life Jacob. <laughs> Boom. Um, 
So Jacob, where's my five thousand dollar massage chair from? <laughs> I left it in the mall. Oh. You, every time you're there, throw a dollar in. Which, by the way, I do. Every time I'm at the mall and they have a massage chair, I spend a buck. Because it is a three minutes of heaven. <laughs> like, oh, oh. Until some, they all have different settings, and sometimes it goes right up Main Street, and you're not ready for that. Like, Whoa! <laughs> Start trying to pick the prison wall. Up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it goes from the where I keep my pen. You know. Gotcha. 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 Mm. Gotcha. All right. So Cal oh. takes a seat for some reason. Um, and you see Kate, and for some corner. reason, Kate lets Robbie give a speech. He's the salutatorian. Yeah, mm-hmm. assholes. That's for that. I, right don't, that I don't think I had an eighth grade graduation, but is there a salutatorian in, in the middle grade? school? Yeah, I'm sure there is. Um, yeah. if, but he gets to make a speech because he's a salutatorian. He had the second and, highest grades in the entire class. All right, great. Here's my next question. Why the fuck is Jessica there? Because if I'm Jessica's dad, she's not going anywhere near the Why are Jessica's parents taking pictures? See, I, I feel thought, like Jessica must have a younger brother or sister. That's what I thought. The, well, they we never explained that. So all the, uh, Jessica's just no, had some weird... but room. that all scene right. where her dad looks at the pictures mm-hmm. and we see that she's in the room, I thought there was somebody else. There was another kid in the room. So but, I thought mm-hmm. she had a younger sibling who's probably... Because he... No, because Robbie says, I know I'm the same age as your little brother. Like at the very beginning. Mm. Yeah. So he, she has a little brother who's all right, well. Age. Now that we've cracked that mystery, here's where it goes off the rails a bit. Because Rob has given his speech. It's a sad, depressing sad yeah. of a speech. It's, it's very much like the scene in The Wedding Singer after Adam Sandler gets dumped. <laughs> but it all was bullshit. Yeah. It is a lot like that. So Cal cuts him off. And he instantly regrets. He's like, oh, God. Because he was in his chair and the bleachers. And he comes down. Because he's like, stop. <laughs> and now everybody's looking at him. He's like... So uh, Cal and Robbie have a quick combo, <laughs> and we see Kate. Kate flips him off. Yeah. Cal says that. Cal says she clears her throat. Like, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, all the eighth graders are facing her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cal they says Robbie's care. speech sucked. Cal tells a story about when he met his soulmate. He was 15 years old, and I can relate. I found mom when I was 18, <laughs> and he has loved her even when he hated her. He doesn't even know if it's going to work out. Cal gives a good speech here, and. You find the one, you never give up on her. Cal asks Robbie if he has ever, anything he wanted to say. Robbie exclaims his love for Jessica. Cal exclaims his love for J- Emily. Emily. <laughs> Emily, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie <laughs> says he was in love with her even the first time he changed his sister's diapers. Even when he came in his room to catch them. Oh, shit, that's enough of that. Enough of that. <laughs> <clears throat> Outside. Cal tells Jacob that he has bought a gun and he will kill him. <laughs> they shake hands. Cal gives us permission to date him. To date Hannah, this not him. But <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the best part is that Cal slaps Jacob, Jacob in the face. Yeah. And Hannah says, this is going to be fun. <laughs> and then Cal slaps him again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Robbie sees Jessica waiting for him. She tells him that she's that she's glad she came. Um, he has... He has he has a plan, you see. She likes his dad. In a few years, he'll look like him. Creepy, creepy, creepy. It is creepy, but like so you said earlier... you want to bang my dad. I'll look like my dad so you can imagine you're banging my dad. There's no there's no situation in which a 17-year-old is going to go, yeah, I'm going to date you, 13-year-old. There's yeah. not going to happen. Outside, so outside, no, outside no, but she doubles down on the creepy. Jessica yeah, does, does say, good plan. 
but Gross. she outside of Phantom Menace. Yeah, you know, she <laughs> also Anakin and we've seen her say that she thinks he's a really great guy. He's really funny. It's not just physical attraction she has for him. So this kid will probably be a lot like his dad. And in ten years, when the age difference isn't a game changer, well, <laughs> like well, an automatic but, no. Well, here's what you. Here's what's the worst thing you should do: <laughs> distribute child porn to a thirteen-year-old, which is what this little asshole does. <laughs> I mean, she tells him to take care and gives him a kiss on the cheek. Well, now he's got plenty of. Uh, um, when she gives him the envelope, currency like, in the old spank bank. <laughs> please say. let those just be a, a picture of her, not a naked picture of her. But they don't I'm say, sure they were naked pictures. They implied, it implied that, that she. Yo, sh- yeah, these yeah. were. I don't know. It can't be the same naked photos. Cause I'm pretty sure her parents didn't give those back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're bikini pics. We'll just be. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> so soft music hits, and Cal waves at Robbie. Emily walks over and talks to Cal. We see that Emily and Cal are getting back together now. And Robbie looks on and he's happy. Roll credits. No post-credit flatulency. <laughs> and that is Crazy Stupid Love. What did you think? Tell me. No. You never get to go first. <sighs> you weren't even ready. I'm ready. Okay, so favorite character, Jacob. Least favorite character, none. I really didn't have anybody that I hated or anything. At least character-wise. Favorite line, what time is it? 2.30. 2.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> I don't need that jo- judgmental tone, cocktail servant. <laughs> Favorite scene is the dirty dancing thing and then like his their little hangout all night talk stuff. That's pretty cool. Favorite tertiary object, massage chair. Really? Yeah. Um, I would yay this movie. I really liked this movie and I did not expect to. When it was over, Tony said... Well, that was a crazy, stupid movie. Who picked it? I said, John. He said, well, then I like it. <laughs> Thanks, man. He liked it anyway. No, I, 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 liked it. I didn't expect to, but it, it was one. I'm usually not crazy about these movies, but this was a really good one. See, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Elaine. All right. Favorite character, Jacob. Least favorite character, Jessica. Oh, <laughs> I kind of wish this had not been this weird dad son babysitter not a love triangle thing i just i, I just thought i just thought it was one of those things where like the two teens yeah they're doing terrible stuff but they're they're teens and they're stupid you know they'll <laughs> yeah they'll learn it they'll i just learn. feel like this is a strong romance and it's a strong romantic comedy but this makes it too silly for me this mm. this is too ridiculous and silly i wish they had stayed with the, the more realistic plot that they had going with the other adults mm. My favorite scene is the shopping for a new wardrobe, beginning when he walks up on him meeting Sabaro <laughs> all the way to the end. Okay. Um, my favorite sign, my favorite line is when Cal says David Linhagen. Because <laughs> he goes, because it's David Linhagen. <laughs> and it's so menacing and it's very funny. Um, and my favorite object is the Velcro wallet. <laughs> nice. Which I wish I had a piece of Velcro so I could just make that noise as a soundbite. This movie is great. I really enjoyed it the first time I've seen it. And I've seen it probably, I don't know, almost ten times since then. Wow. We watch it quite a bit. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Carly? All right, my favorite because character. Because this was your... Lots of good dialogue in this movie. Yeah. My favorite character was Cal. I know that he has diarrhea of the mouth and he's super awkward, but that makes me relate to him. I went back and forth. <laughs> oh, my thing, my thing was black. All right, my least favorite character was the English teacher. 
No. Not okay. because I don't, I mean, he should have called her. That's true. But also, this is her job, and she should be more professional than that. It's one thing to be pissed at him and to let him know yeah, you're pissed at Uncle him. Yeah, but first Uncle Ben dies and now this. But you don't have to ha- make a huge scene at your work, and you wouldn't make a huge scene at your work. And then you wouldn't flip him off in front of all the eighth graders. <laughs> I would. Well, she's five years sober, asshole. Mm. But like the she screaming and the crazy, <laughs> it's it's too much. Um, my favorite scene, I wrote. It's really hard to pick because I really liked. Like I was like, what's my favorite scene? Oh, this one. Isn't it oh, hard? this one. Oh, this one. I went with the shopping for clothes montage nice, as well. <laughs> my favorite tertiary object is is a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> it's the backyard, but only because he keeps secret. Garden again. <laughs> and somehow I hear their song Secret Garden. Because yeah. I thought it was so funny that he just kept showing up in the backyard and trimming the bushes and aerating the lawn. And again, none of those euphemisms. <laughs> yeah. And taking care of, like, this was his domain and he's still taking care of it in secret. And my favorite line was when Hannah said, Take off your shirt. And he said, Why? And she said, Please, can you take off your shirt? Because I can't stop thinking. And then you just... And he does. And she says... <laughs> um, Fuck, seriously. It's like you're photoshopped. Can I? And she touches him. And he says, now you have to take off your dress. And she says, no. How <laughs> all that going on? She's like, no way. Not with all that going on. <laughs> and asks for the dim lighting. <laughs> and I will also yay this movie. Yay, I picked a good one. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. See, you've been holding, you've been hoarding this this gem all that yeah, time. Yeah, it's just been on my shelf, wrapped See? in the plastic. And now she'll watch it again. <laughs> all right, so I guess I'm up. My favorite character is Jacob. Mm. My least favorite character is also Jessica. It's not David Linhagen. No, he's not in enough to be a character. Um, my favorite scene is the fight scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Elaine knew that. I did know that. We and also have the same favorite line. My, fa- my favorite line is. David Linhagen. David Linhagen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That that, that will almost shit. make me tip the scales. The first Jacob's time we saw, the first time we saw this movie, we did not expect that. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh! That was. Awesome. It made the movie great. That was awesome. It's very yeah. unexpected. Sorry for if you haven't seen it. Now we've spoiled it for you. But it's, it's so kind of great. Like, I mean, spoilers. This movie came out eight years ago. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would love to know if that was uh, ad libbed by him. You know, but, okay. Because that's like you know people fighting movies and stuff. But in real life, yeah, I've seen you know you pull. You fucking rings off, off and watch and stuff. Go, yeah. Like, damn, that was so good. And my favorite tertiary object is Jacob's house. Mm. <laughs> it is a beautiful house. Isn't it a beautiful house? <laughs> a very, very fine house. <laughs> well, our house. Is a, so, all right. You know, life's a house. Or, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> also, oh, man. <laughs> All right. Child prostitution. Carly? No. Hey, please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast on Instagram at unmovie podcast dogs on Twitter at unmovie podcast. And you can email unmovie podcast at gmail.com. And please listen to all our previous episodes and tell your friends to listen to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Next week on the podcast is Tony's big for Carly's, for Carly's birthday. birthday. So we have to do a romance movie. Uh-huh. And I already did True Romance. That's the best okay. romance movie of all time. So, true. Romance. So, 
I'm going to do Heather's 1988, Christian Slater, Winona Ryder, other people. <laughs> Shannon Doherty. That's right. That's right. I've never seen it. Mm. We'll round out my birthday. Good movie. romance. All these movies cool. I never saw. You know what the you know what Heather says that not very many movies have? Christian Slater? Croquet. True. That's true. They do have croquet. Yeah. <laughs> Strong contender for favorite tertiary object. Croquet balls? <laughs> mm. Or hmm. the bow. But the, the red scrunchy bow. Are we gonna have to have our favorite Heather for this movie? No. Favorite character, Heather? <laughs> which Heather? Uh yeah. Because <laughs> I still don't know which Heather is which. Well, maybe in your rewatch. Heather yeah. red, Heather yellow, or Heather green. Well, we'll look forward to that. 